0: What is going on, everyone? It's episode 181, recorded on Sunday, September 10th, 2023. I'm John. And hey, Drew. Two nuns are riding their bikes through some old Roman streets. One says, I've never come this way before. The other replies, it's the cobblestones. night, which means it's time for another episode of the Dads After Dark Show with your hosts, Drew and John.
1: What is going on, everyone? And on tonight's show, we have new Switches, Switch rumors and bundles galore. Fall cleaning is here, so of course that means we'll have some useless topic to discuss. And of course, our video game review scores straight up fucking broken, John. Yes. How you... I- how you been two weeks, you know, sometime two weeks just feels too long, right? It's just, it's like, and it happened to be two weeks, kind of a lot happened from the video game world um, in the last two weeks, right? So it was, it, it feels long we haven't chat, we chat every
0: day, but it, it, I like this face to face, you know? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it feels, it feels like if I, we had somebody in our, in our group say like, hey, where's the show? <laughs> we I really know. do. We really record every two weeks. Yes. And then remember we had, um, we used to do st- strictly two weeks and then we had mm-hmm. the betwixt. Do you remember the betwixt?
1: Yes, I do remember the betwixt. Um,
0: and we would do weird things with the And then that kind of went away. And then, yeah, like we could just... do any number of shows, reaction shows or whatever, but mm. this, you know, this time we just took a little two week break. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I kicked off another podcast, so I, I won't say I was busy with it, but uh, yeah, it was just like, you know, all right, it's like first day of school, right? Uh, first day of school, I'm tired. I'm not going to do anything after school or whatever. But we'll be back on it. We'll, we'll yeah, have put it this shows.
1: way. We're we're a two-week podcast. If, if you get one in between, just be happy and lucky that you did. Because sometimes John and I just, you know, we just want to chat. And now, to be honest, now that it's football season, we actually like recording on Sundays, so we, we'll put the football game on and we'll try to mm-hmm. watch it in the background, so it might encourage us to record more, but just remember we do record every two weeks, that's our schedule, um, we try to do it in between when we're just having fun or there's a new topic or we just want to hang out, that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I like, and I like recording too, so I don't like to go mm. two weeks, like I, I enjoy doing something, but sometimes it's like, let's take a break, you know. Yeah, it's okay, it's nice. let's just take a little break, I agree. We're back now. We're back. So, so, John, PlayStation Daily. Tell me about it.
2: What, uh, what's, yeah. what's your
0: motivation behind it? I've been thinking about the potential of daily podcasts. I've thought about it for this show. I've thought about it in general. I've thought about it for an iOS programming show. Just, like, what something I could do. And, uh, yeah, it just sort of hit me one day. I was like, I want to do a PlayStation show. Because, like, Drew doesn't want to hear that shit. And, uh, sure. yeah, no, I thought, like, I want to do a show that talks about various aspects of PlayStation. And I was like, well, what can I do with daily format? But it's like, nobody can do a podcast every day. You can't, you can't do a podcast every day. You'd go insane. You'd like finish it. And then like for one day, and then like the next thing, you know, you have to be ready for the next one. And, um, but I, I do this show. Sometimes I like, I pre-record two or three at a time. And they're 10 to 15 minutes each. They're really nice. Drew, you'd find it amazing. Like I start recording and before I even know it, I'm like, oh, my God, I only got a few minutes left and I have to <laughs> like hurry it up. It's like they go so fast. Um, it's amazing. I did one today talking about what I've been playing. And it was so fast. It was it's it's insanity. It's it's really weird. So, like, I feel like I can almost like take my time. I hope I don't like rush too much on this show. Um, but yeah, been doing that. And then um, finally got to see the final season of Barry. I don't think you've seen Barry. I do not watch Barry. Barry is a HBO show. It stars uh, one of my favorite SNL cast members, Bill Hader. I do like Bill Hader, and he is a um, serial killer. I mean, it, it, if I describe the show, it's gonna it's gonna sound like Dexter. Um, but I've he, never seen Dexter, but he's a he's more of a hitman. Wow, really? Oh, really? Oh, You've Dexter. told me to watch Dexter. Dexter I just haven't committed really to it. Yeah, Dexter's really good. Uh, but Bill Hader is a um, he's a hitman. And uh, yeah, I mean, like the whole show revolves around him being a hitman. He's an ex-soldier, and um, it's a it's a remarkable. Like the first season, he he joins up with a theater group, and it's pretty funny. And he he finds this girl that he really likes, and he starts doing this theater, and it's hilarious because I love when actors pretend to be bad actors and things like that. <laughs> and it's it's pretty good. But every season is very unique and different. The first season's funny. The second season was very dark. Third season got a lot funnier. They kind of fixed it up. And but I hadn't seen the fourth season because we rotate our streaming services and it was really good. It was uh, um, it actually has a time jump. I love a good time jump in a show mm. and uh, fantastic. And Fred Armisen made it into an episode. Uh, SNL royalty again. The guy gets into everything. And no matter even though his role was like 15 seconds, he nails it every time. He's amazing. And uh, I like the way it ended, but there is a character in Barry. His name is NoHo Hank, right? North right. Hollywood Hank. Uh, his he's played by a guy named Anthony Kerrigan. He has a um, uh, what's that uh, condition when you you have no hair, no eyebrows? No I don't know that. I, ap- I don't apretia, know. or look it up. Look it up for me. But um, yeah, he was inflicted if, with. I, if I find it, you think I'm gonna be able to pronounce it? When when he was uh, three years old, he got it. And, uh, and and yeah, so he has no hair. He is one of alopecia. Oh, there it is. I have it in front of me. One of the great characters I've ever seen in a show. One of the great side characters. He is so funny and so good. I mean, he stole the show. I had no idea about him when we started watching the show in the first episode or two. I was like looking at my wife going, who is that guy? He's incredible. And absolutely, just absolutely one of the greatest roles I've ever seen. He is so good. He was on uh, Gotham. I haven't seen Gotham Mm -hmm. and uh, a couple other shows. But uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. And um, yeah, so if you haven't seen Barry, it's four seasons. And I think it's like eight or ten episodes each one. It's totally worth it. It's it's hilarious, very dark humor. Um, And uh, the guy from uh, Office Space is in it. What's the guy's name? Uh, Root, Stephen Root is in it. Okay. Bill Hader, um, yeah, it's incredible. So uh, I'm glad I finally got to see that, and uh, yeah, and so we're watching Silicon Valley now. We're up to uh, just about to get to season four. Oh, that's a, I like that show. That's a really that's just good show. Funny. It just it's perfect for me. Like it just coding jokes. It does. Funny. The it last does episode they were arguing about. I can't believe you haven't spaces. seen that. I have been wanting to. I actually started to watch it, and I was like four episodes in, and then I lost my my eyesight. I had my double vision. Uh-huh. And then I was I couldn't watch it for three weeks and then I just never got back to it. But then my what now my wife is watching with me. Mm. Um uh because Camille Nagiani's in it and we've become fans, and so she wanted to watch it. So so yeah, but we're halfway through and uh yeah, we watched a couple episodes tonight. It's great.
1: Nice. How about you?
0: What's going on with you? Not much last weekend I celebrated Evan's
1: birthday. Uh, we well, wanted to do some mini golf, go-tarts, the whole nine yards arcades. When was the last time you went on a really solid bumper boats? Because let me tell you, I had the time of my life. Bumper Dean boats. Me and Zoe went on a bumper boat. It was, it was, they were actually like new, so everything was functioning at night. It was, it was just, um, we had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun on some bumper boats. But um, yeah, we had a great weekend. We just did pretty much what he wanted and hung out and, and did some good stuff. Um, speaking of Evan, Coach Drew is back for U8 Soccer. I I drilled them hard this week. It was 100 degrees out. We had a heat wave come through an Island. We were out there practicing. We had our game on Saturday. Um, Good times. I'm sure I will have plenty of fun little (laughs) soccer stories. Did you
0: win? We don't really keep score. (laughs) You skipped over it. I I just noticed you skipped over it. We played on
1: Saturday. We wanted to do a drug test on this kid on the other team. This kid was... I'm not exaggerating, John, at least 12 times better than my best player. Right. But to the point where like the other coach didn't really take him off the field and just like he didn't pass and he was like a foot taller oh. than everybody. And he did like shoot the ball. He was no lie. Ripping the ball off like the crossbar. No one else on the field can even lift the ball. Like He didn't. It It was it was awkward. But besides him, I think it would have been a good, good game. But that he just carried their team. Yeah, that's just not lost, an, like. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. not an age group where you just put the ringer out there. And no, you like got, you gotta you say gotta pull him back a little, put and... him
1: on defense, pass the ball, sit yeah. him down, like put him in goalie. Like they won three nothing, but it could
0: have been a lot worse. Wait, this is soccer, right? Yeah, three nil. Three nil. What well, yeah. at you? Yeah. Three 0 yeah. I watched Ted Lasso, man. I
1: watched Ted Lasso.
0: <laughs> oh, speaking of Ted Lasso. So I
1: practicing Wednesday night and the kids were, were doing like a, it was towards the end of the practice, we're doing like a little scrimmage and the ball goes out of bounds. And like I'm trying to teach them some, you know, fresh first week, they're getting the they, they, they don't know what they're doing yet, right? So I'm like, stop! Like I want them like to freeze to try to talk to them about it. and they start running and I just go,
0: Whistle
1: <laughs> and they don't know what's going on but i look over and there's like four or five parents on the sideline like like they got it they got it <laughs> they got it i freaking
0: love when roy did that uh,
1: uh, but john i gotta talk about the elephant in the room because it is now september
0: well the elephant in the room is for later but yeah i got what you mean oh it's an elephant um hockey season
1: is upon us as one may know. And the last time we really talked about this, last year I was retired from officiating the sport of ice hockey. I had 17 solid years of referee in Division 1 ice hockey. Great run I've done bean pots, I've done frozen fours. I had a great career. And I told you I was hanging up the skates oh, and that no. I was done, right? Oh, and you no. didn't believe me. And I said, no, I'm staying to it. Not only did I not believe you, I advocated for you to stop. You did. So the final verdict is in. I had to make the final decision. And the decision was made. And, John, I am happy or or unhappy to say I am officially not retired. Oh, my
0: God. Oh, God. No. Listen, though. Listen. Uh. Listen
1: here's no. my i had i had stipulations
0: wait that, I was, called the that was the worst way to announce that by the way i mean what I was called, that i'm officially unhappily i'm not sure what i am yet I All right let's hear your reasoning guys. here
2: well
1: so i did a new boss right i had the same boss for 17 years he'd have fired a new boss new and boss said, isn't I this know-
0: one like a ref that wasn't like i have known
1: this guy for 20 years i've repped with okay. him for 20 years right um so I called him I said, listen, I'm, I'm like, I'm retired. I don't really know what I want to do anymore. I am kind of want to be done. He's like, well, what do you want, Drew? And I said, listen, Derek, I don't want like special treatment, right? But I know you're new and I live in like Southern Rhode Island. A lot of your guys live in Boston. If you need help at like UConn, Providence College, Holy Cross, all schools that are less than one hour for me with no traffic. I said, I'll work those. He's like, okay. I said, well, here's the other deal. I don't want to work Saturdays because I, I coach soccer and stuff. And I don't, I don't want to ref Sundays because wow. it's football. What a fucking I said, Madonna you are. I said, I'll do Fridays. And if that <laughs> works for you, Derek, great. If that doesn't <laughs> work for you, no hard feelings. He right. Sorry, right, Drew, no problem. And he gave me five games on Fridays at wow. those three ice rinks.
0: So, I mean, it's $350 a game, John. How do you say no? Yeah, I mean, you probably could have done that before, maybe. I don't know. Like, just, just say. I, the I last guy was kind of a douchebag, but. Yeah.
1: I figured, it, worst case, this guy says no,
0: like, no hard feelings, I'm retired. Yeah, yeah, you were not going to do it anyway. I mean, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's not like you were really wanting to. But and, if like, I have,
1: like, a 6 p.m. game at UConn on a Friday night, I can work my normal shift at 2.30, pick up my daughter from school, drop her off at home, and then just go to UConn. Right. Like, it's not like, sure, it's a late night but it's not a big deal. I mean, I'll be home by 10 o'clock, you know, it's, and it's, yeah,
0: it's, 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 you know, it's a vacation for the year or something. So
1: I don't know. We'll see what happens as of right now. I'm back in baby.
0: So if, if, if people are listening or wondering why I'm so exasperated over it, it's because you don't see the other side of this, right? (laughs) Drew, Drew's like, this is great. The messages I get from Drew and he's just like, Oh my God, I left work and I went to Yukon. I've been, Coaching all night, and ah, ah, I didn't get to play my switch at all. Ah, ah, that's like those messages are back in vogue, baby. They'll be back in play. They're they're back. back in play.
2: They're back. <laughs> uh, well, so
0: congratulations to weird. you for uh, another so. season.
1: What year? What year is this? You said? I think this will be number eighteen for for for. But I started. This will be my twenty fourth year of refereeing. I started when I was young. I started in 1999, so this will be like my 24th season of
0: hockey. You were like what, 12 12, yeah,
2: yeah. I was doing I was
0: doing eight year olds and okay, you know, yeah. Oh, I see. All right, not college, not college college girls hockey.
1: (laughs) I started college when I was 20. Okay, cool. All right, all righty. That's it. So let's uh, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy, John. No, we're not talking about a baby. We don't want those. We're talking about your baby makers. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by But Just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. That's where Manstay Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com and use your code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off, plus your free shipping.
0: All right. Well, That's let's it. get right into the meat. And we always start the meat off talking about our Substack. I haven't had new content lately, but but I've been busy. I'll I'll get back to it. Dads busy. after darkshow.substack.com. It's got our merch. It's got our socials. It's got our videos. It's got opinion articles. Mm. Uh, it's got everything. It's a great place to go. Come check us out. Drew, we got a review contest to talk about. We do. We do have a review contest to
1: talk about. You know, let me use an analogy, John, right? Because what what this review contest is, first off, is... This is our Apple review, five star Apple review for our podcast. We want you to tell you, tell us how good the podcast is, right? And I'm going to give you this analogy here, right? John, if your wife said to you today or yesterday or last week, hey, honey, I really want to go see the Barbie movie. Will you come with me to go see the movie? Now, deep down, you may not want to go. But you go... I would totally want to go. You, bad example. You get my okay, point. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's just say you don't want to go. Right. But you go to the movies, and you go and you support her, because you know by doing that thing, there may be a prize at the end of the night. And that prize, in this case, would be sets, right? Now, let me analogize that to this. We are asking you, as your wife, to go write us a five-star <laughs> review, Right? Right. And the prize that you may get by doing that is a $20 eShop card, potentially $35, we will get to the details in a minute, and we're giving away two of them. Right? So just go fucking do it. Just stop what you're doing and <laughs> write the damn review. And I hate to call people's names out, but this four-star shit's not going to fly. I want five stars. We will hunt you down. (laughs) Because four stars is not eligible. This is a five-star review contest only. All right, John, what are the
0: details? Uh, Yeah, we're going to pick two different winners. You're going to get a $20 eShop prize. If you use the phrase Bob Barkley. Who the fuck's that guy? Yeah, which is Drew's version of Bob Barker. Uh, if you include the words Bob Barkley in your review and you win, we'll give you $35 instead. And if you're wondering why 35 seems odd, Nintendo has a $35 eShop card. Weird. I know. Mm-hmm. It's got peach on it and everything. I don't know. But yeah, so you can basically up your prize by including Bob Barkley in there. $35 of eShop cash, and you could have done the review while we're sitting here talking about it. Do it, it. and we really want new reviews. But if you've done one in the past, you can go for it Mm. as well. Update your review; we'll see it. Um, But if you haven't done a review before, please—oh, it really helps us a lot. So, please do it. i I don't know if there's going to be sex at the end. I don't. I'm a little confused by what Drew said, but uh, (laughs) but you'll get money. You'll get money. You know, I just came to me why I said Bob
1: Barkley last week. So I'm going to tell a Twitch story here. When I was younger, growing up in my mom's house, we had a neighbor. This neighbor was your typical, like, next door neighbor, old grumpy guy, right? This is like stereotyping movie stuff. The crazy old guy that lives next door lived by himself, probably 80 years old, just oddball, hated kids, hated you in his yard, period. And his name was Bob Bottomley. And he was just a grumpy old man. And I think I kind of combined the two people here. There was this one time we had like this plastic football went over the fence. We go around the fence, trying to be sneaky to get it. He's out back. He has like an old picnic table with the ball sitting on it. And he's looking at us (laughs) and he goes, Hey kids, is this your football? We're like, yeah, can we have it back? And he looks at us with this smirk and he pulls up a sledgehammer and just Beats the shit out of the football wow. right in front of us and then throws it at us and says, well, go play with it now. And it was devastating. So fuck you, Bob Bottomley. God rest his soul. He's also dead. But that's where my, <sighs> I think, uh up came from,
0: John. How do, how do neighbors act like that? It's not like you're just some random person walking yeah, by. You, know? you literally live next door. That kid is going to tell their parents and like I mean, I don't like having tension, right? You know, but like, yeah. And you're just gonna just gonna sit there and like, Grumpy. you know, just Grumpy wait guy. for them to come over and say, "Hey, what the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah. You know, what if, if you need help with that from fence. your neighbor? What happens if you was fall like, like, on your sidewalk and you need your neighbor's help, and they'd be like, "Fuck, I'm you. not helping that fucker." Yeah, yeah. It's like Sandlot. You know when they like
1: the, the all the the ball's over the f- you leave it, it's lost.
0: But there Pretty was much. a wasn't that James Earl Jones?
1: It was James Earl Jones. I think it was yeah. Darth Vader. There's no, there's no monster or dog though. There was just
0: James Earl Jones True. was the bad guy. I think the, in dog, this case. Like, I think the dog ended up being like a, like a sweetie. Yeah, good. yeah. Not many people I know that. James, James Earl Jones, the voice of Darth Vader. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he was blind too, right? Uh, yeah, I think
1: he, I think he was. He I think pl- I remember he, that. He, yeah. he was blind. Yeah, I think it was a baseball. Please do Babe Ruth, whatever it was. Did he get hit in the head or something? He went blind um
0: i don't remember I the details the movie in a while. on that one yeah that's a good pretty movie Pretty sure though. it
1: was yeah well sidetracked a little bit but i feel like that was worth the uh the storytelling there
0: thanks drew you're welcome all right that's where I'm on here. august 31st which feels like forever ago uh yes. we got the super mario wonder direct this is the game that all of us are buying not, not even joking anybody who says they 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 don't know if they're going to get it or not. Why are you? Why do we even have a Nintendo Switch? Like, this is why you have a Nintendo system for a freaking 2D yeah. Super Mario Brothers game. Um, this is it? But this this video, like so to me, it's like I was getting Mario Wonder for sure, right? We're getting that. But this was like, but how hyped am I going to be? How excited am I for this game? It's, it's a game I'm going to play through no matter what. But like, how excited am I to play through this game? And let me tell you, I'm going to ask you next. This direct got me excited, man. I mean, this was a fantastic direct. This game looks crazy. Um, If you haven't seen it, (laughs) go watch it, man. Like, I don't even know why you're listening to this podcast, but you didn't see it. We all saw it. It looks like, um, I mean, the way I look at it is the overworld looks like Mario 3D World and a bunch of other games that we've seen in in, uh, Mario before. It takes place in the flower kingdom, not the mushroom kingdom. It looks similar, but... But that's uh, cool. Seven... It's something different. Really, quick,
1: right. right back to that overworld. Kind of interesting, right? That's kind of what they did with the uh, the Kirby, right? They kind of introduced this free Roman three D um, overworld, right? Because that's yeah, what they yeah, said Kirby. is. Oh yeah, yeah, and Kirby it was um not not in the last one. The um what was the original? The Forgotten Land. Yeah. In that one, they had like this open world where you can kind of just roam around. It wasn't just this linear path that he had to say, Yes, John, they blocked the field goal and just returned.
0: I I looked over and I was like, what the
1: hell just happened? (laughs) Uh, And then they missed the extra point. Uh, Um, But yeah, that interesting concept. I wonder if this is the new going forward. And and I'll talk about it a little bit later because Moving Out 2 does this same concept. But I love this overworld open world type concept because there's always these little hidden secrets around corners and maybe you find something or maybe you find a hidden level or whatever it might be but it kind of it's it, it kind of encourages this exploration in an overworld so i know that might seem like i way overhyped it but i'm actually excited for this yeah the, oh, the, yeah. the open overworld
0: yep um yeah absolutely i i do love it. it reminds me of cuphead you know what i mean like remember you yeah, know cuphead right another great concept all those little secrets right? in the overworld so it's it's not just moving around but there's there's yeah. other stuff going on up there yep um yeah, it takes place in the Flower Kingdom. They say there's seven areas. We'll see how many there are in the end. Um, mm-hmm. Every level was showing you the difficulty, and it was also showing you, and this is one of my favorite things, how many Wonder Seeds are there. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those games, and this is what makes me excited, is you play through the level. It's not enough to just get to the end and get the one Wonder Seed, but you want to get all the other hidden stuff. You know, the big coins. I'm not sure if that's in here or not. That sort of thing. Yeah, I, I think I don't know if this game will have that, but um, but that's fine. I want to see it different. We got to change it up a little bit. Um, it also showed the difficulty, which was interesting because there was like, I think one, two or three. Well, I, I don't say remember somewhere if read or something afterwards, too, that they said this game is not easy. So my is guess is there's a difficulty because there was those areas where you you could choose which levels. And I, I'm assuming you had to do a couple levels or whatever to advance. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. come back and do them all. And I bet you there is a path where you can just do one star levels all the way through the game if you want to for for kids. Or, or they unlock a
1: hard mode if you beat it or, or, or something. Yeah. It has to be.
0: Well, there's going to be optional levels that are three star or more and more difficult. And we'll probably get, you know, if you beat the game, there's extra levels like Mario World. Um, so I love that because you, your kid can play through it and feel accomplished, but then you can have that extra challenge. So mm-hmm. um, that was fantastic. Um, there's a course menu, so you don't have to like run through the overworld to see all the levels. You can just bring up the course menu and see. I like that for going you know, back. how many wonder seeds you got in each one, and then you can just click on it, and you'll just instantly go, which is really nice for completionist stuff. Um, what about the characters? What'd you think? There's Mario and Luigi, Daisy and Peach, Toad and Toadette, a bunch of Yoshi's, and and uh, what the hell, Nabbit? Um, Nabbit. And there's Band. a bunch of different Yoshi's. <laughs> all of them and Nabbit are the easy mode. Yes.
1: Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good selection. It's better than just the, the, you know, the normal one. I like, I liked how they kind of added some more female characters to it. And, and I also liked that. They said all of these playable normal characters are the same mechanics, right? I believe. So Luigi doesn't have the float. Luigi doesn't jump higher. I kind of like that. Right. So now it's just a straight up cosmetic type
0: thing. Or Or do you prefer the other way? I prefer the other way, but I get it because in terms of like game, because they have all these mechanics in the game um, we'll talk about, but the like the vine yes. and all that and testing that with all the different characters, the permutations would make it really hard to test the game. So that's well, why it made they much sense it to way. use them, right? If, if you already had yeah. some type of buff, I mean, you want to make double jumps so that certain areas you there's no way to get to. But then you're like, oh, but you can do it with peach and yeah, forget it. Um the one thing I would have liked to see and they did this in the last game and I don't know why. I understand, oh, let's make Nabbit the easy mode. Let's make yeah. Yoshi easy mode. I think any character you should just have as easy mode cuz maybe I want to play Fair as point. Yoshi or Nabbit as a regular character just for fun. Why can't why point. can't I be Fair Mario point. in easy mode? Like I think they're overthinking that a little bit.
1: That's that's so. a that's a great solid point. And then obviously i would be interested to see I have to assume that um We'll see a new character or an unlockable character, maybe, maybe not. Um, but you know yeah. what? You know, just thinking out loud. What we need is, we need like a long. long I know we have Waluigi and Wario, so so put those to aside for a minute. But like, when do we see a new Mario brother, lost brother, or cousin, or something like? You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Well, let's just bring another, you know, Mario Luigi guy
0: into the myths That's like right, a good like, guy, like Vito. We need a Vito.
1: Yeah, like, well, yeah, exactly,
0: you know? <laughs> what is the newest character in a Mario? Is it Toadette? Is that the newest? Or is it no, Nabbit? It there's got to be someone else. Um, what about female-wise? Is Rosalina the before Daisy... them? Rosalina's Galaxy 2? I two? do love that galaxy. there's all
1: these new enemies in this game as well. I don't know if you had that listed later Yeah, on. some I of them I don't ahead, have the but... names
0: of them, but um some of them were like the, like when you jump, they jump. I swear I've seen that in a Mario the game. Copies before. or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, but not this character. And the um yeah, I mean like let's, I mean we can move on from the characters. Yeah, there's um um you know, the the guy the, the copy guys that jump. I mean there's a bunch well, the, of characters. The guy that opens his mouth and just kinda eats you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but you know what it is it's the animation of those characters it really brings yes. them to life it's not so much i've seen a lot of those tactics from enemies before but man they felt True. Like animation that makes them so endearing mm-hmm. um it, it looks fantastic uh there's different uh powers so the elephant mechanics are amazing um and the funny thing about the elephant is it's not just like a one trick pony, right? You can like shoot things in the air. You can collect water. There's so many things you can do as an elephant. Um, there's also the bubble mechanics. And then there's the drill mechanics. Those were the three. What did you think of those? Yeah. I mean,
1: the fact I, I'm pumped just to water some flowers. I've never been so excited to just collect water and go water the flowers and see the little <laughs> flower dance and just say, thank you. Like, right. th- that That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Bubble mechanic, at first I was like, eh, I don't know, this seems pretty lame, but then when I saw the clip of them shoot the bubble through the wall to the enemy, I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool, and it just instantly turns into like a coin or something. The drill mechanic, we've never had
0: this before,
1: I could have swore we had <sighs> Mario with a drill, but I could be wrong. I th-
0: if If we haven't had Mario, we've had other games where you can kind of go into the ground. So I think that part of the drill mechanic—I mean, breaking blocks and stuff like that—are going to be
1: fine. But the fact that now you can go underground and like through a wall, essentially, and pop up the other side is going to make you really start thinking outside the box for some hidden items. That's going to get tricky.
0: That's what I was going to say. Is the drill and the bubble um, more th- more so than the elephant? But they really lead you to some like really um, difficult platforming. Or you know, I can see there's items in areas that are hard to get. Mm. And, you know, you just figure out a way to use a bubble, a drill or whatever and, and get there. The bubbles. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what it'll help with. Um, and the drill also seemed like almost like a little bit of an easy mode where you can like avoid a bunch of enemies for a few seconds, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it really is really great to see it expanding out. The thing for me, the big winner in this game, this is mm. this is where the hype comes from. The badges. Yes. And I don't know how easy or hard these are going to be. But being able to earn the badges, first of all, with like doing challenges, which reminds me of what am I thinking of? Uh, Shovel Knight Dig, Shovel Knight Dig, when you would get a power up, you they put you in a level where you had to use that power up a whole bunch of times and in a bunch of different ways. And when you got to the end, you officially got that power up and it was a great way to just tutorialize you and just real quick. And if you do those tutorials well, you don't have to do all the dialogue boxes and explain Mm -hmm. everything. It forces you to figure it out. And so, yeah, so like in order to get the vine, you have to do a level where you have to use the vine. Um, And this is like amazing, very Hollow Knight or Ori, Will of the Wisps-esque. You get these badges, you you apply it to your character, you give yourself skills. So when you play a level and your friend plays a level, you might have completely different skill sets. And that's what separates the characters. Correct.
1: It ties back uh, into what we said earlier.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that little vine thing that you shoot and grab the wall is like so un-Mario. I it's, love it. So that's the part that really like was
1: like, like you just said, that's so un-Mario. And the, yeah. And the, perfectly said, which is made to interest. Let me ask you this. Do you think they showed too many different badges? I feel like they just kept showing them and showing them. And if you really wanted to, you probably could have paused it and read the ones in yeah. the background. But the whole direct be, gave a lot away. And regardless, like you said, we were buying this. I think everyone was buying this stand regardless. But sometimes I wonder, like, how much info do you really need?
0: I do wonder. I don't know. I yeah. wonder. <laughs> no, I think, I think we're in an era where these companies have decided, look, we know we're giving too much away and we're ruining a little bit of excitement, but it will increase our sales because the people who ruin yeah. a little bit of their excitement, they're still going to buy it. But the people that, we didn't give this information to might not have bought the game. Mm -hmm. So they have to just say, hey, we got it. We're going for the sales. You're right. And you could have turned it off. I was tempted to. It's like, this is too much. I know I'm getting this, but um, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's so much in this game and there's, you know, we saw nothing in terms of like levels. So there's there's always that true. Um, Everything looks great. Uh, And then the online modes. Um, Basically, you don't really play directly with people online, but you can compete against their ghosts. Um, They have this standee system, which I think I understand it, but basically you can earn standees. Let me know if I'm wrong here. You can earn the standees. You can place a standee down. And then if somebody who's playing in another game dies, they go into a bubble. But if they hit your standee, then there's a benefit to you. And so you can put these standees in dangerous places and stuff like that. I'm not totally sure, and so, I'm not sure I need to be, but that's what it.
1: No, seems you don't know like. have This is the way I interpret it. I think the standees are both an online play and offline play. I, on offline play, I think standees can be used in a single player game, right? Mm-hmm. Where, if you're entering a tough platform area, you say, "I'm putting a standee here." It's like it's like dropping the flag in a Mario that mid level flag, and if you die. You have to get your ghost to go back. So if you die like eight screens later, you're not going to be able to fly back to your standee, right? Right. The unlockables, I think it's just another layer of unlocking stuff is you can unlock more standees, which is just a cosmetic change. If you want your standee to look like Birdo instead of Mario, you can just change it to look like Birdo. Now online, I think it's the same concept, except you're going to have standees probably everywhere if you're playing in that online mode. So you can always just try to come back to it. I think this is what shows us is that this game is going to be hard. If they're encouraging you to put save checkpoints in the middle of a level anywhere you want, I'm assuming there's going to be some tough platformer areas. It would be my guess. Because why else would you have that feature? They, yeah. they, they know you're going to die a lot. Right. So that, that's my take. I think similar to what you said, I think it's going to be both online
0: and offline play. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that sounds about right. So I'm excited. I, I mean, I am I can't wait. Um, this game actually comes out October 20th, the same day as Spider-Man 2 on PlayStation. So I've taken the day off from work. I'm going to wow. play both at the same time. And uh, well, not at the same same time. Hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm going to have the decks cleared. i am gonna be playing both of those games. I'm really excited. And they're both going to be excellent. But like Wonder just looks so good. And I hope it's just a long that sort of game where you beat it probably in, you know, five, four or five days. But then you just sit around and you get all the things and all the badges and all the everything. And then you play the impossible levels. Mm. Um, I cannot wait. It's going to be so. So, John, fun. I have an honest question here. because
1: mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't tell you. I now have not. That there's been a lot of Mario games lately, but my kids are obsessed. They love it. They love to watch the entire direct with me. They're pumped. They're excited. For once in my life. I would love to just sit here and play this Mario by myself, John. But I feel like this isn't going to happen. The kids want to play it together as a family. The wife wants all four. They want to do four players. So what do I do, John? Like, do I do I create my own game file and I play yes. at night secretly? And then when I have to add surprise when shit happens, like, I just don't want to play in a four-player mode where you have to go at their pace. And I'm going to be blunt. I think that's partially why I hated Disney, um Mickey's Illusion Island, right? Because like it mm-hmm. was a platforming game, and my kids really struggled. And they're like, "Oh, wait for me!" And I would literally platform to a spot and just stand there for fifteen seconds <laughs> and let them try to catch up. And then, all right, and then I would, right. you know what I mean? And I, I don't mean to be an asshole about that because it's part of the fun is playing with your kids. But it's also sometimes like I just want to play the game and not have to worry about you bubbling or you falling. And
0: you, I don't know, you're not enjoying it the way you want to enjoy it
1: yeah so I, I don't know what to do i mean at the same time i don't want to have to unlock shit twice i could just play the game and then we could play the levels together but that's not fun because you're not
0: unlocking. i don't know i didn't really think about this here's what you do i mean this is easy right i don't know how many like safe slots there are but if you if you put your own safe slot there your your kids are likely to see it and be curious yep. or mess it up or whatever here's what you do you make an account and it says drew uk and if somebody asks you what the account is, you say, oh, don't touch that one. That is my UK account. I'm doing a Nintendo dad's review for a game in, in England. And no one will glow in there or anything like that because it, they'd have to go really out of their way. So that's yeah. what you do. And, um, uh, and then do that. And then just do your save file there and, and get ahead of them so that you are experiencing the game um, first by yourself. And that's it. There's yeah. nothing to be apologetic about. I mean, that's no, what I you should do it. Yeah, yeah. I won't tell anybody. All right, good. Thank you. John. But the whole audience can blackmail you now. But you know, true. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You you deserve okay. to be able to do it. I do deserve. You're right. <laughs> All right. At the end of this, they announced that there is going to be a Mario Red OLED, or as I call it, the O Red. Um, this is <laughs> a. I thought this was exactly what the um, the other. Remember that other Mario Switch they put out. Yeah, the, the Mario one It was just red. Yep, I had that wasn't one. an OLED, though. That was my main switch until the um, the the first OLED came out on Metroid Dread Day. Hmm. But uh, yeah, but it's a little bit different. It's got a red back, but it doesn't have a red front, which is very important um, for all you OCD people. It doesn't have that line between the screen and the Joy-Con. Trust me, that drove me nuts because the, the original one had a red border. And then if you put the joy JoyCons in, I had one Joy-Con where the bottom of it was really close to the plastic, and the top was a little further away, and it drove me out of my mind. Um, so it's all black on the inside, so you won't have to deal with that. It's great. And then of course it is the regular OLED model. It does not come with the game, as they usually don't. Um, and it goes for three hundred and fifty dollars. Um, but yeah, it looks looks nice, and it, like it's so weird they put the things on the back of the dock. There's like the secret Mario and the secret coins. And it's like, why is that there? Put it on the front. Why is it in the back? No one, do they? Nintendo literally thinks that people look at the back of a, a dock. I don't understand. This. I don't care what they think, like, oh well, it's a good secret. Nobody it's no fucking good secret. Like, it's what it's do a mean? Sec- <laughs> it's a secret you immediately revealed in the YouTube. It's like nobody cares. They they should have just not even announced that and let people discover it. Like let people post all over social media and go, look, there's coins on the back. Like, yeah. why give that away? That's not a selling point. Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> I think you're right. I think that we need to talk about that someday. Like teasers and 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 pre pre release trailers are just giving too much away. Um, It's stupid. Mm. Speaking of Mario, drew Mario. Last week, we held a contest to see who would be our replacement. Mario voice to take over for Charles Martin. A and we had a three way. We had a three way tie Evan Evan did not win for first place. Evan didn't make it. No, he was. He was the sweetest Mario for sure. He was. Yeah. Um, Three way tie between Justin. Bob Coozy and an informant. So congratulations, you guys. Um, you win nothing but pride. You win nothing but our, our happiness. We we can't get three prizes. We're sorry. We're giving enough the shit court. away. Yeah, we're broke. All right. Um, There was also some new hardware announcements that came out. We are getting the Mario Kart Nintendo Switch. I don't even want to talk anymore about this one. That's a regular-ass Switch. It comes with Mario Kart. That's fantastic. Um... You do get Mario Kart for free in that package, but uh, whatever. Mm. Um, But they are releasing these Animal Crossing switch lights. Uh, One is a coral pink with Isabel. Isabel, Mm. right? And then there is a um, aqua one with Tom Nook. Now, these two are the same colors as the, the two switch lights that exist. These are not new colors, but they have a decal on the front and they have decals on the back and the most importantly though they retail for 200 they actually come with animal crossing huge which is fairly cool right they are they are 200 right right yes to they that are up? 199 yep. okay Including so you actually get animal crossing which yeah it's a three and a half year old game but i mean that's pretty cool for nintendo because that game still goes for 60 this is gonna um, sell at hot cakes. i think this absolutely. is absolutely like my
1: nine-year-old daughter like this could be under the Christmas tree. I I think this is like a perfect game or a console for something like that. And, she and can start your, her
0: own island. Oh my god! And you
1: know that like on Black Friday they're not going to have the a deal, but you know that like Target always. I don't know if you spend this much money, you get a forty dollars Target gift card, <laughs> right? But you know what I'm saying? Like like you're going to end up being able to get this for almost one hundred and fifty dollars around Christmas time once all these deals come out. This yeah. could very good chance find its way to my
0: home. It's it, it looks great. Um, and yeah, like I said, when I had my Switch Lite, when I first got my Switch Lite, one of the coolest things you could do is I could have I had my own island on there. I eventually, I think, transferred that island over to my main switch and deleted my original island. But yeah, you can have kind of an alternate island. So kids, you can even if kids have played Three Animal Crossing, you go, you can have your own island and you can yep. make your own decisions and it won't even interfere with me. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And a kid's going to be like, holy shit. It's almost like they get their, oh, their yeah. first apartment or something like yep. that. And I'll probably go
1: on and I haven't loaded mine up in three years and I'll just give her all my bells.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I really do. I would. I would. I would start Animal Crossing again. I've actually oh. thought about playing that DLC that they did. Oh, yeah. 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 I remember this. Just those. to see. I never. I never touched it. Me either. That would be fun. All right. All right. Speaking of other elephants in the room, we got to talk about this. Mm mm-hmm. There was a rumor going around about the Switch 2. And I, Drew, I do not like the Switch 2 rumors. We've had them since, literally since 2017. Mm-hmm. tired of it. I don't mm-hmm. want to hear about it anymore. But this one was interesting. Um, I'm going to read a little bit from this article here. But this is, this is crazy. So the rumor has been, no, not rumor, but the reports are that at PAX, but PAX was over this past weekend, Nintendo yep. Live was going on over there at PAX West. That Nintendo was showing off the Switch 2 to development studios behind closed doors, okay? Not for public consumption, showing them, giving them an idea of, you know, port your game and all that. My god, the poor giants are just getting the shit out of them. Got, just,
1: <laughs> was that Barkley
0: too? Yeah, that's yeah. Like... Uh, yeah. Uh Bob Barkley, poor guy. Bob. So <laughs> So they've been showing this behind closed doors. But here's the crazy thing. The report is that Square Enix has a port of Final Fantasy VII remake playing on the Switch 2. This is when I was like we have to talk about this one cuz that's so nuts. I, I to even be believed. But they are saying that people are saying they're comparing it to the processing power of the series X and PS five. I think that's bull crap. Um, but final fantasy seven is running on it. And we got to talk about this because <laughs> if, if they put out a Nintendo switch two and it is, I mean, I just want a PS four. I want a PS four switch. That's all I yeah. want. I don't think this thing has PS five, right? I, no way. And it can, and they put final fantasy seven remake on this. To me, that becomes like the Skyrim. Remember when they started showing the Switch and everyone's like, yeah. that's Skyrim. And it was like, what? Skyrim on Nintendo? What? This is like, that's what that reminds me of. I, and I have a feeling if they show the first trailer that Nintendo drops for this and they show Final Fantasy VII Remake running on it, I mean, Jesus, Doug Bowser, you freaking genius. Like, <laughs> it's insanity. And he probably has nothing to do with it. But my God, that would be amazing. So what do you think of these reports? Uh, When there's smoke, there's fire, right? I mean,
1: I I don't think it's that odd to hear. Like you said, I like how you use the word reports, not rumors, right? That there's been reports of hardware being shown at these behind door events, right? I mean, it's foolish for anyone to not think that that's happening, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I... I, I do agree with you. I think anything PS4 at this point, you know, is it sounds more realistic just because of the history that we've seen with Nintendo is is typically one console behind, right? Yep. And and that would make perfect sense. Sometimes too. <laughs> Sometimes too, right? Yeah. So I, I don't know what that would mean. To me, I, I've said it a million times. Sure, these amazing graphics would be would be awesome to have, but I'm I get more bent out of shape or or, or butt hurt when I don't get to play some of these other games right? That's, yeah. that's what bothers me. Like, sh- I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, really, but give me Final Fantasy 7 on the Switch, but maybe the graphics aren't up to par. Like, okay, at least I still have the same game. Right, and I get it's not an easy conversion like that, but that's that's my biggest problem is I don't get to play some of these big games and and that people are talking about. Right? I mean, Tears of the Kingdom was the first one. I was like, yes, I'm 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 involved with what everybody is talking about on the internet. <laughs> right. I've I've seen these Starfield videos, and I'm not even sure I would be playing Starfield, but I I now have those taking over my social media pages and all these other things that they're they're finding and exploring. Like, yeah, I I would love to be part of some of these gaming things, but um. If this is really what people are saying, I mean, shit, John, we, we got a doozy on our hand.
0: Yeah. The other thing that they were talking about is that there is a um, that it has a new cartridge slot. And, mm. and I don't I don't I didn't quite know if that means that there's two like the way some of the DS lights had it. Um, And a new camera feature, which is really weird because I see no reason to put a camera on a switch to just Just adds so much more money. There's security. Yeah. And it it. just adds the cost. Nobody, nobody wants it. But that could hint as to its new gimmick. Right, like it could take a picture yeah. of you and do AR, like the 3DS did. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I, I'll, I'll reserve. Let's be my honest. Judgment. You know,
1: you know, the Switch Two is not just going to be this updated version of Switch with amazing graphics. Right. It's just it's not. That's not what Nintendo's pushing for. It's right. going to be some third third option gimmick. Yeah. That will be fun for a little bit, and then it will be annoying for a little bit, and then. They'll come out with every, you know, one to everybody switch, and we'll like it again for thirty minutes, and then we'll hate it again. It's it's just it's that's what Nintendo does, right? It's that return yeah. cycle, and, and then I, we'll and just. I like, want that, even when they fail. That's
0: fine. It's I want fine. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely.
1: And it'll do. be a game by game specific. I mean, when the original WiiWare came out with the Switch, and we were playing when Mario Super Mario Party came out, and we were using the Joy Cons, it was fun. I mean, sometimes I just want to sit there and play Mario Party, but. It was fun when it was there, right? So right. It, it's just, it's up and down roller coaster. I think that's the expectation as an Nintendo it,
0: If plan. anything, I feel like the Switch has had a little bit less whimsy because the 3DS had so much whimsy.
1: Agreed. Um, I mean, I'd at like the beginning, there was a lot of Joy-Con games, I would say. I think we kind of yeah. got away from the
0: Joy-Con specific games quite a bit. Especially the HD rumble. I mean, like that just died. I mean, yeah, we have rumble, die. but like, I don't know, like a lot of the earlier games had way better rumble facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of the opposite of you, although I I don't like like I'm not going to yuck on your yum. I just like from my point of view, and I think it's because I, I do have the other consoles. Um, I don't like when they port a game and it, it just the port is terrible on the switch. So like Immortals, Phoenix Rising and whatever, I'd rather not see it. Oh, um, I'd okay rather I'd rather like if the port isn't going to be good, I don't want to see it at all because I feel like it just puts the switch in a bad light. And we've seen some really bad ports, but but I totally understand from your point of view. I mm. you know you don't mind that graphical stuff, and you know give it to me. So I totally get that. But I'm definitely mm-hmm. like uh, I'm really excited if if I'm just dreaming of a launch day where Switch Two has um, Final Fantasy VII remake on launch day. Um, absolutely fantastic game. I would totally advocate for you to play. And then what they talked about also in these rumors is they're showing like a like upgraded versions of Breath of the Wild. I mean, God, I would totally play that game again um, if there was an upgraded version of it. And then like if they announced, you know, free upgrades to their games, because a lot of these games lock the frame rate. You know, oh, to yeah, free, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like just because you get new hardware, it doesn't mean it's going to speed up. Like some games will, but, but if they Correct. block the, the frame rate, so I want to see games get updated, like links awakening and all that so that they can take advantage of the switch too. I'd love to see them do that with a lot sure. of their games. Um, it would be fantastic. I, I can't wait. I, oh God, I would play final fantasy seven remake again um, so quickly. It's so good. Um, but cool. That, that was awesome. All right. So that's our meat. Time to talk what we've been playing. And Drew, we have a couple games. Sort yes, of, sort we do of have some that we have played. It's very rare when you and I play the same game, mm. but two games. Two games. Why don't you uh, kick us off with whatever you want? We'll, we'll start with the both.
1: Let's let's start off with Red Dead Redemption. Um, we we both played this at launch day. Just about right. This was a couple, three right four weeks our, ago. Yeah, right before our trip, marathon. Right? Yep, and I gave it a good run, and I played it for about a. Um, I'll be blunt, maybe about a week or so, week and a half, maybe what five to eight hours. I probably played. I don't maybe? feel like you played it for a week and a half. Well, for, I mean, five or eight hours in a week, and a half. I don't okay. know. Um, I think I've expressed my concerns with this. The game was was fine. It felt a little bit older, but not. It didn't. It didn't cause me not to want to play because of because of that. I think it was a great little port. Um, it was a fun game at the end of the day. The problem was I stopped playing it for, for really a couple of small reasons, but one, I think the whole wild, wild West theme was just not for me. Uh, never been a big Western type fan of of any genre of shows, movies, whatever. Uh, I think I thought maybe I could just play through that and I wouldn't mind it, but I think that did hinder me a little bit. I think I mentioned also was, I feel like since this was an older, big open world game, I feel like they made it this open world game because they thought they had to, or they just wanted to, but there's so much empty space, right? And there's so much go fight these bandits in the middle of nowhere and spend three to five minutes riding your horse there. When you get there, it's just this empty like quarry and it's like, kill the guys and then just get back on your horse and ride five minutes back to town. And it it just felt Mm -hmm. like, what am I doing here? I didn't the story and, and some of the side quests were intriguing, but I felt like the main story was kind of very washed out and kind of non-existent to be honest. And that you really would just plan it for these types of side quests. And I think the big difference between something like that and the Witcher was, I think the side quest and the world of the Witcher was much more intriguing to me than something like Red dead was. And for that, I just, I, I lost that motivation. So that's just my thoughts on it I thought the gameplay was 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 solid it was there were some really cool mechanics while you know shooting while on the horse and even some gun mechanics and like the the, the dueling mechanics the the, yeah so that stuff i I thought they did a really good job at making the combat fun mm-hmm. but I think all that other stuff between there just dragged out for me and it didn't it didn't grab me like I was hoping it did so
0: yeah that's fair
1: I, I don't think it was a bad game. I want to be clear. It just wasn't a game for me for my own yeah. reasons. I, th- I I can tell the difference between the two. And that just was not a game for me.
0: <laughs> I, um, I, I can't remember when I played it for the first time, but I played it on my PS3. And I think it might have been. It feels recent, but I think it might have been right before the Switch was released. I can't remember. Uh-huh. But it, was, it was many years ago. And I hadn't played many open world games. And um, I played Red Dead. And I liked it. And the more time has gone by and I think about it, I actually like it more and more um, It has a really good story that keeps you in. It's a Western, so it doesn't get all weird. Like, I, you know, we'll talk about in see of stars. Um, I like the ending of it and whatever. And I was really excited because I had never played Undead Nightmare. But I will admit that it's a great port. And it was fun to play. I played, I think, like 35, 40 hours. Um... I think just with the advent of other open world games that I've played since then, tears of the kingdom, Elden ring, you know, a whole bunch of them, right. Uh, that it felt a little older. And, um, I had some of the same issues that you did, which is the fast travel in this game fucking sucks. And it's weird because red dead twos, fast travel is also a big complaint. That game came out recently. So I don't know why rockstar can't figure out fast travel. But fast, the fast travel in the game stinks. You have to, if you're in town, you can fast travel to a place that you've been. That's fine. um, By taking a stagecoach, which you have to pay for, which is weird. But if you leave the town and find a, you know, an empty area and not near a road and not near the water. And like, it's so hard to figure out where a spot like that exists. You can make a camp and then you can fast travel for free. It's just so obnoxious. And so a lot of times I'd go somewhere and then I'd do something and then I'd have to run out of the town and go find a spot. And then I'd try to, like, do the campfire and I would say, nope, you can't do that here. Nope, you can't do that here. It's just like, (laughs) oh, my God, why do I have to make a campfire to fast travel? It just just makes no sense. Just push, pause, click the town and say travel here. Yeah, like it's so annoying. The loading
1: screen can just be you like running on a horse until it loads and then you're there.
0: So I did every side quest that I could find. Um, I did a lot more in this game. I got to see more characters and more stories, and I really enjoyed that. And I, I did a lot better this time. Um, but I, I there was a lot more. I unlocked more costumes because you have to do all these little challenges to get them. I unlocked more costumes. I feel like I'm going to sneeze again. I keep sneezing. I have to go on mute. And the problem was I'm literally my map is empty. There's no quests there's some things I have to do, like um, like uh, wanted posters, and I can't mm-hmm. find any. And it's like, all I want to do is do these other things. But where are they? And it was kind of driving me nuts. And um, so I did finish it and I, I actually played it after. But yeah, I'm, I, I might jump back into it, but I think I'm probably done. But here real quick, I actually did go and jump into the Undead Nightmare DLC. Ooh. And so Undead Nightmare, it takes place during the events of the first game, but it's an alternate timeline. I always wondered where this took place. I didn't know much about it, but uh, John Marston's, uh, his wife and his kid turn into zombies one day. And, um, but it's an alternate timeline from the story, but it, it starts after he returns home in the, in the, in the game. And then you go around and you have to like go to graveyards and kill all the zombies and then go to towns and free them from the zombies It gets kind of repetitive. There's only like three different kinds of zombies. And then the stories, um, the story quests are there's much less. The game is like maybe seven, eight hours. Um, You kind of have the same people that you did story quests with are in this game, like the professor and maybe some of these people you haven't seen, but Bonnie and all that. They're in the game. But you do like one quest and it's kind of done. So it's kind of nice. It's the same voice actors and whatever like that. But yeah, it just it wasn't as deep and right towards the end of the game. I didn't realize I was so close to the end. I couldn't make progress because I had to hog tie a particular kind of explosive zombie. But they wouldn't. The thing would not spawn. I couldn't find it. It was driving me crazy. And then I'd find one and I'd tie it and I'd go to hog tie it and it would explode because you have to hog tie it very quickly. And it drove me crazy and I was going to quit. And then finally, I was able to do it. And then I finished it off. I did not enjoy undead nightmare all that much. Um, (laughs) I didn't. The story was stupid. Nothing made sense, whatever. Um, but the game was a lot better, but yeah, it does. It does have its age or whatever. It does make me want to play red dead two again, Oh gosh! but I just can't possess my, I'd have to buy it. Um, I don't know if I ever will, but if it comes on PS plus one day, maybe who knows, maybe I'll be like, let's do this again. Um, but yeah, (coughs) huh? All right. Um, let's talk about sea of stars john
1: so you're probably a lot further than i am so i'm I'm just gonna say where i am without spoiling anything so that is a newer game about 10 to 12 hours in i just made it through i want to say it's like the second major area of i just killed the necromancer uh so that whole town slash area of the map i I really enjoyed a lot of fun so this this game is, is solid. this is kind of i think my first what do they call them 2d hd which I don't really understand. No, it's not 2 it, It's, it's a, I was going to say, not it's not a It's not one of those. Okay, good. I was it's say. a Junior RPG. Yes, stands for Junior. So, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying this game. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I always liked a good turn-based game every once in a while. I couldn't play like turn-based after turn-based after turn-based game. But mixing them up every once in a while, it definitely has... The only thing I can compare it to is like that Paper Mario-ish type kind of feel with the battle system and upgrading which i really enjoy there's a lot of options but they don't overkill right i think the battle mechanics are very clever i like how they're interactive i like how they have what do i call them relics that you can really turn on to pretty much easy mode i, you I, I tried those? not to, no i think i have one of them on and it's not really
0: one that really helps you that much um but no i don't do you using them uh, I'm not using them, but I, I spent a good day trying to, like, figure out in my brain if I should because it's in the game or, like, yeah, no, I want to.
2: Wanna... So like for I'm... example, yeah. for
1: people that aren't playing, right? If everyone has played a Paper Mario game or type of turn base that has interaction in it, there's a simple mechanic that if you time A correctly, you can do, like, an extra hit or you can block it. Mm-hmm. There's a relic that you can find that you turn on that automatically guarantees you it does the double hit and it can block it so in a way it takes away the mechanic of you of the entire combat mechanic to be honest so like that's what we're talking about like there's a lot of things like that there's one that is automatically reduces all the enemies you fight's health mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of an easy mode, I guess you could say, if you want to just play the game to enjoy it and not die. I mean, I struggle. I have to go back to camp sometimes and heals, and I have to constantly be put in to heal myself. Yeah. So I think that's part of an, an RPG, though,
0: or a JRPG. I mean, right? that's it, my it's... favorite thing to do in RPG. You get near a fire, and then you kill some enemies and just keep coming back over and yeah, over again. Th- um, that's part of it, yeah, right? So if yeah. you just constantly are killing guys in a couple hits, there's
1: no really strategy to the battle. Like, there's nothing better when you see a guy's health with, like, 22 health, and you're, like, the only way I'm going to kill this guy is if I land the the A button and time it right. Yeah. So it's, like, more pressure on you. Right? And then you're, like, oh, man, I didn't do it. Now he's going to attack me. Right. Or you did it, and you killed him. And you're, like, yes, he just, now he can't attack me. So, I don't know. Like, you said it, they're
0: there. It's not like it's cheating. I just think you to do it the way you want to do I, have, I, like, I, it. I, have one I like it because if you put a game on easy mode, it's just easy mode. This lets you decide what Which easy features. mode you want. Yeah, because it's a lot of that pressing the button to time your attack. That's like an accessibility feature. Some people just can't do that. So right. that really helps there. And then there's modes where you take way less health and whatever. But you can decide where you need a little bit of help. And I like that. That's a new style that we see. In games, and they do a really good job with that.
1: It's interesting, too, to get these relics. you have to buy them in shops. Mm-hmm. So like you're spending your gold or your money that you earn f- or find on them. It's not like
0: they're just finding them off the beaten path. Right, I, don't yeah. think. I, think most, I think they're all from shops. I think right? you might get a couple early on. Uh, Me too. The, but... the important ones early on. But yeah, and yeah. you get them. I think you buy them all pretty early, like late in game. I haven't seen any
1: okay in a long I time i mean i buy them because i'm just like you you like to collect them all Get and you want to have them and you want to see what they say and right just have it but yeah most of them i think i have one on i forget what it is it might be something stupid like it shows the enemy's
0: health or something i don't remember oh that would be amazing i wouldn't even say that's an easy mode i i hate that i can't see well, the health
1: i have one of them but i think it doesn't show bosses it only shows like certain ones i i, I don't know i feel like it's random i'm gonna look and see I do wish you, have, you could see. Do you see health. the enemy's health? I don't. Oh, see, I'm, I think I do. I Maybe must have, have that relic. relic. All right, I'm going to check it's mine not again. not bosses. It's only, I think,
0: right the guys. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But nah, I do I, have that on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look at mine. Uh, um, so Overall, I mean, yeah, I'm enjoying the
1: game. There's a few little things that are bothering me. This is nitpicking. One, when you go to the overworld map, I don't know why you have to walk so freaking slow, I know. but it's like, it's like slow-mo. Yeah. Um, and then I mentioned it today in Discord was, you know what, like in the middle of a battle, sometimes like you're halfway through a dungeon and you can't go back because you're, there's, there's no camp or anything. Mm-hmm. If I level up, I should restore all yes. of my health and, and magic points or mana yes. points. Yes, like that's a no brainer. That's that's part of the strategy of when you level up and don't like that. That's just part of the game.
0: Yeah, and,
2: it,
1: there...
0: and you level up so infrequently in the game. It's, just yes, do it. It's just not let often people do it. Like I like. Um, the thing that's interesting about the 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 encounters in this game is they're all overworld and you can see them, so you don't have surprise encounters. Although if you're walking at a reasonable speed, you might stumble into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you can't like. Like I, like I was saying, like, sometimes I like to go by where you can refill all your health, like an inn, or in this case, a fire, uh, like a, um, a fire. Yep. And then, like, just go out, kill some enemies, come back, go out, kill some enemies, and grind that way. Yeah, you can't yeah, really in this game, because the enemies disappear and they're gone. They don't just they don't randomly appear. You know what I mean? Yeah. So once you kill them, they're gone. They're gone. So, like, I have killed every enemy except for one that I've encountered in the game.
2: Mm hmm.
0: And so my level where I am right now is almost basically probably the max level you can be unless you did more other stuff. But I certainly haven't like avoided encounters or anything like that.
1: Yeah, and you said like there's not you don't
0: level up that much. I feel like you don't level up too much. Um, no. I do like the leveling up. I like that. It's one of those where they give you um, they give you some upgrades and then you can yep. pick one more. Significant upgrade and you can like kind of tweak your game. I actually yeah. have been I am late in the game. So I'm not going to talk much about story or whatever. But um, I have been just upgrading defense, 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 defense. Um, okay. because I, I find that in battle for the most part, I've gotten into this cadence of attack, 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 and then use the use a special attack with the, like the live mana attack, 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 live mana, you know, like that sort of thing. And yeah, know, the I'm combos kind of, you have. I'm just blowing through enemies right now. But I will say about this game, it does everything perfectly. Um, all the little new battle mechanics in there, the Mario uh, R- RPG Mario type Luigi things. Orange. Love them. I love that you can choose every, every round. You can use any of your characters. So you don't have to like, if it highlights one of your characters, you don't have to attack with them. You can actually change it and say, no, I want to attack with this guy. So I can finish with this guy. Mm-hmm. Um the attacks don't synergize. It's not like you can, you know, one can set somebody on fire and then somebody uses a weapon that takes advantage of fire. It, it there's no synergy going on. It's simple. it's simple. It's a simple mechanic. And I, yeah, it's simple and I enjoy it. And the, the one thing I really love in RPGs, and it's one of my biggest gripes in Diablo, is you find a new weapon and you look, and the stats are higher, and you go, I have a better weapon. And then you equip it and then you just sell your old one. Yeah. None of this, like I have eight weapons, and this one's a fire weapon, and this is nope. a ice weapon, and this one is stronger when i'm weak and like i hate that just it's It's stronger i got a better one let's go I and i you're right this
1: game does a fantastic job at at making it it not too in depth but a lot of options but not over complicated you can play this game i'm sure my characters are playing this differently than your characters right but it's not a complicated way and that's what i love about jrpgs and that's where jrpgs can also get very confuse it and go down the wrong road in my eyes right yeah it's it's a it's a simple version of it and it's that's what makes it fun for me i love love the world i love the different designs of the level or or overworlds and stuff like that so far and i've only seen like i said probably less than half of it or maybe half of it
0: yeah um, yeah you got a ways but, to
1: go but the world i'm in now is this undead slash necromancer world and it's just fun to see and it's and war
0: yeah, so zombies yeah it, it does everything perfectly um, my two gripes about it were that a m- lot of the lot of the game is very linear in the beginning, yes. Um, until you get to like one part of the game where you actually have some choice, although you probably won't go exploring all too much. I'm not, I didn't anyway. Um, the other the other thing is the story is a little weak. It started off really interesting, and I love the way they immediately do the flashback and all that. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I feel like there's just not a story beat for like a dozen hours. And it's like, man, like this game had the potential to have a really good story to it. And then now you're starting to get a lot of story beats towards the end. But they're all just like, I swear to God, I'm dealing with characters and fighting characters that I didn't even I don't even know who they are. I kind of feel uh, that way. Like,
1: I'm just out here killing the dweller or whatever. That's my mission. But like. Why am I here? Why am I there? Yeah. Like it's just like, how, how do I get to that end person? And it's You've you got to do- go
0: here and get the sword of valiance, and you have to go here, <laughs> and it's like, what is going on? Sword of a thousand um, truths, and it is it is definitely one of those games. One of my big gripes: it's about five hours too long. It's like I, really? I yeah. where I am in the game, I'm like, this game should have ended five hours ago because what's happening is, I am I I I'm so locked into how I fight. I have a strategy. It's I use it against everybody. And it's like, I'm just wiping enemies off the floor. Where I used to have more trouble, I'm like, I'm in the late game and I'm just like destroying enemies. Hmm. And it's just like, like I said, attack, 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 live mana, attack, 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 live mana, attack, group what heal. What do you mean by it, live
1: mana? Like just the uh, right of the Skills? You know when
0: you, so when you attack an enemy, little balls come out of them? Yes. And then you use those balls to enhance your attack. Yeah, or it adds like magic, magic damage to it or and whatever. And so the yeah. most balls you can get are three sets of balls. Correct. Correct. So once I get three, then I use my magic attack. So I don't use my magic attacks until I have a three ball attack.
1: I know what Um, you're saying. And then you do the skills that
0: kill every enemy with your three ball magic. Right. Exactly. Dominates. So I'm just sort of, I'm just sort of like, I'm just crushing the peon enemies. And then the bosses, I get a little stressed out, but I'm, I'm mostly fine. It's just, this game should have ended five hours ago. It's, it's run, (laughs) it's run long. I don't know why. And uh, honestly, I had this problem with the messenger. The messenger also ran way too long and it, it just overthought itself in that second half and I feel like God is this team doing it again? They're just overthinking it again. I, I hope not. Mm. But I've enjoyed it. It's a perfect JRPG, and a lot of people I think will love the story. I'm not into this whole high fantasy stuff, um, but it's just fantastically made. It looks beautiful. Um, the battling is fun and all that. It's it's a great game. It's just it's you know it's going to be one of the best games of the year. I'm sure it's going to get nominated for GODIE. They was like an indie darling. Um, so the fantastic. messenger's on sale for 4 dollars that is Is that a game I would like? I can't recommend it. I will say the first half of the game is incredibly fun. Funny dialogue. Is lots of references. Platformer or is this the one that they it's changed a, their
1: mid-game or it's something? A, yeah, it's
0: a castle. Uh, not a castle fan. Ninja Gaiden type platformer. It's so good. It looks beautiful. I love it. And then the second half of the game gets so freaking weird. And I constantly get lost. And I don't even know what I'm doing. And I actually played it through once I rolled credits and then I played it again for sea of stars. I got to the second half of the game and the same thing happened. I was like, where do I go? And what is this? And then I, I I think I didn't finish it, but then I went and played the DLC, the picnic panic. And, um, I had more fun with that. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they just overthink it, but, um, no, but sea of stars. it's, It's just, both games are well crafted, well made, just maybe over designed a little bit. Okay. Good. Um, but yeah, no, but I definitely recommend it. Um I'll let me just go through my games because sure. we went through a lot and that's the core of what I play. I just want to give updates on some stuff. Um Diablo 4, I haven't played it that much since I started Sea of Stars. Uh I think I'm retiring from Diablo after four. Uh I, I'll, you had a good I'll give, run. I'll give season two a go, but I just feel like I spend half my time going through inventory and pulling things off weapons, and that just I don't find that very fun. I don't have it. I, I just don't find that fun anymore. I'm whatever I whatever. I a lot of people say this is like a game of the year contender. I just don't see it. But maybe I'm just not into huh. min maxing and stats and all that stuff. I just want to play. And when I do play in Diablo, I'm just killing the same enemies over and over again. I think I'm, I'm kind of done with it. But we'll see how I feel in season two hits. I went back to Celeste cause my son is playing Celeste oh, so and I cool. finally played through the farewell DLC. I was about 25% of the way through like after playing it for a year. Yeah. Um, it was so incredibly hard. And I think I've said this before that the farewell DLC actually ruined Celeste just a little bit for me. Um, it was so cripplingly hard and I just wanted to see the story, you know? And yeah, I don't know why they made it so crushingly hard, but they did. And, uh, I never got through it, but I decided after talking with my son, I will turn on every assist mode possible. <laughs> and I basically, I wasn't even playing. I was just dash, 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 done dash, 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 done. I just wanted to see the story. I readily, readily admit I couldn't, I couldn't, I can't beat that on my own. No, not even close. Um, but I wanted to see the story and I got to see the story and it was very sweet. And, uh, my wife was watching me as the story was ending. And like, I think we both had a tear in our eye and it's like, Celeste you are an amazing game um, your DLC sucked balls but the game is incredible and I always remember my experience with Celeste and actually one day I might replay the game um, again but that DLC no chance uh, surprisingly enough I played portal mm. I've never played portable before. Um, it's a first-person game, so I've been dissuaded. Once I learned that it existed, I, that was already a time frame where I couldn't play first-person games. But I've always been intrigued by it because it's just so interesting looking and in the way you create a portal and then you walk through it and you come out of the other portal and you have to get through these levels by doing that. And it's so funny because you can walk through one portal and you can see your back in it because the portal's <laughs> behind you. I will say, Drew... I'm kind of shocked by this, but I promised people on um one of our in-between episodes that I did that I would buy the Portal and Portal 2 um eShop package and I did nope. uh, a couple months ago. It was on sale. And I played through Portal. Fucking amazing. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. I did not like the last level. Level There's only like 17 levels or 19. Um I enjoyed every level amazingly. It was incredible. Uh, the last level, I was really annoyed by. It's like super long. It's basically the whole story of the game. Um, but I just did not enjoy that level. I kept getting stuck. I had to I had to look at some guides. Um, yeah, but I absolutely loved that game. The final boss battle was incredibly fun. And I can't wait to play Portal 2. So uh, well, let me ask some questions here. So are... Is there like a shoot in or, or how do you fight mechanic? The only mechanic there, there's no fight mechanic, really. The only mechanic is you have a gun. It shoots a portal. And in the yep. beginning of the game, there's this one orange return portal and you shoot a portal on the wall. And when you walk through it, you come out of the orange one. And it's okay. like that for like the first four or five levels. Then yep. you get a, your gun can shoot both of those. And so you use ZL to shoot the orange portal and ZR to shoot the blue portal. So you're like, okay, I'm going to shoot a portal up on that platform and I'm going to shoot a portal here. I'm going to walk through it. I'm going to come out on that platform. Yep. It is such a simple concept and it's just incredible. And when you figure out each of these levels and they're not like incredibly difficult, you just feel so satisfied. And then there's this whole mechanic where this ro- robot voice is talking to you and guiding you and it, the, the the voice is witty and it's just so enjoyable. I mean, have you played it? You haven't played it. I mean, I, I'd absolutely recommend it. I, yeah, I, I've, heard, I've known there's of a lot it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, Portal 2 is regarded as one of the great games in history. Um, I think it's basically everything that I played in Portal, but more personality. And there's a, the game looks like it's like four times as long. So I'm really excited to play it. But um, I, was, I got a little dizzy when I was playing the last level of Portal. And so I was going to go right to Portal 2. But I'm gonna, a little bit down the road. But I can't wait. Uh, very excited for it. I had such a great time. So much fun! I wish I played it sooner. And then, last update is I finally started playing Pikmin Four. Michelle was she said to me, it was like it was like asking for sex. She's like, she's like, hey, she goes, um, if you want Pikmin, I'm done with it. And was like, oh, I can finally play it. <laughs> so, Did she finish finish it? She uh, she f- mostly finished it. Yeah, okay. I think there's some stuff she didn't do, but she she went well past the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, you'll understand why. Yeah. So I've been playing it. I haven't played it too much. I've mostly just play it at night. I I enjoy it. I find it comfortable. Um, I so haven't good. gotten to. It hasn't gotten my grips. The grips in me. Because um, like a lot of the first two hours of the game is very like someone's calling me. Here's a dialogue. Here's this. Oh, here's a lot of dialogue. Your Ochi is growing. It's like constantly. It's like I just want to do a day. Decide what I want to do and do it. Leave me alone. Um, yeah, well. But so far, it's good. Um, yeah. I'll play it over the next couple of weeks, and we'll see where we go. But that's it. That's what I've been nice. playing. Uh, I've been playing two games. I've been playing
1: more than I thought I would be for Shredder's Revenge, Dimension Shell Um, I remember last time we talked, I was bitter because I found out I think live on one of the episodes that <laughs> there was no new levels. Yes, right. right. And there was just characters, and um, also character skins, which were different colors and and stuff like that. So I was a little bummed out but you know i heard then that there was this survival mode and i was like well shit survival mode sounds fun let's let's give it a go so i asked evan and my wife and the three of us were gonna play so we sat down we're gonna play it i tried out some of the new characters and it kind of resets your character levels if you remember you could level up to level 10 and then like every level you would get extra perks like you could have now two specials and you could have an extra three lives and you were stronger or whatever um so all those kind of reset for survival mode and this idea of this dimensions is you're traveling through each dimension um, for to collect crystals. That's that's the whole goal. You have to collect like eight crystals or whatever. Uh, it's so simple, but there's just little rounds, right? And, and you start off with this whatever dimension you're in. You have to collect 50 shards. I think they are. And when you collect 50 shards, you advance to the next dimension. You collect that crystal and then the next dimension is 60 shards and 70 shards etc the cool part is is each round could be a few seconds to a few minutes and they get progressively harder but every time you finish a round these two little portals come up and you can choose um like an item boost um extra shards you can sometimes like a pop up a picture of shredder and you can actually play as shredder uh you can play as bebop And it's just like those little concepts and I probably played almost 10 hours of this John in the last week or two and just playing with my wife and kid and we didn't beat it. We've made it to the end a few times. Um, Way more fun than I expected. We're having a blast with it. So it it was good to revisit this game. Uh, The survival mode is actually really fun and easy um, to just pick up and play a few more rounds. So. Really enjoying Shredded Revenge to mention Shot. I thought it was like seven dollars for the DLC. I think it was worth it. If I if I played ten hours, it was definitely worth it.
0: Yeah, I was kind of tempted. I, I don't own it. Uh Cedric owns it. Yep. Um I do have it on PlayStation, but I don't want to buy DLC for a game I don't own. Huh. But it's on it's on PS Plus. Um but yeah, that that uh that 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 roguelite mode looks um looks it's like it's interesting. I,
1: and you don't need I mean it's it's it's, it's... Ninja Turtles, it's it's button jamming, right? So you could you could definitely, you should tell Cedric, hey, let's play and ask Sebastian, whoever else wants to play. And say, hey, like that, do want to play a little bit and see what goes through from there? Cedric, why don't you buy the DLC for your dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I've also been playing Moving Out 2. John, you know how much I loved this first game. Mm-hmm. The second game did not disappoint. My wife and I rolled credits today on this game. We wow. powered through it. There's 266 stars you didn't collect. I think we beat the game at like 150 stars, which is pretty good. That's a lot. Uh, tons of unlockables that we we found. Typically, if we, when you beat a level, right, there's six stars, potential uh, five stars. There's, if you beat the level, you get a star. There's a pro time that you need to complete it in. You get it's a star. And then there's three random objectives, which you don't really know what they are until you beat the level. You might right. get lucky and do one of them. Like, Oh, put the flamingo in the truck. Like yep. you would never do that, but you might just happen to get lucky. Don't yep. break any windows in the house. Well, I accidentally didn't break any windows. So I got the star, but some of the times it would go back, but it also tells you if there was an unlockable character or costume And if there was that we missed, we would always go back and redo that because we wanted to collect everything. So we got, again, about 160. We had the time of our life playing this, just like the first one. Um, They introduced a lot of cool mechanics in this one. Uh, This one, they really introduced three main portals is the the straight overworld which is a lot of houses and then they introduce like three portals into this multiverse just you know that's the hot item nowadays or dimensions one of them's kind of like a harry potter-ish type wizard theme uh one of them's kind of like solar powered energy with fans and batteries and more complications and the third one is like a, a candy land where there's tons of just snacks and candies and all these other sorts of things they do introduce a lot of new mechanics which i thought was fun to change it up i think i mentioned last time there's a couple levels where you have to actually take furniture out of the truck and put back into the house that was unique <laughs> uh there was a lot of these other cool ones now where like it was point system based right so for example there's this one level with a moving basketball hoop and you literally just grab this candy you put them in a slingshot and you try to shoot the candy into the basketball hoop and that's the entire level you have to score so many points in so much amount of time so they, they they try to introduce a lot of these other unique things to change it up there's some of these that are like obstacle courses where you have to legit just get furniture and burn it through the obstacle course to the end um which i really enjoyed. There was, like i said trying to change it all up and, and add some new things um but i i love these games i can't recommend this game enough if if you like these couch co-op games you will fight with the other person you'll yell at them they'll yell at you uh but moving out to again one of my favorite games possibly top 10 of the year wow
0: yep so i uh, yeah no i i enjoy moving out a little bit but like my family wouldn't get into it um yeah, and I, I like I've seen like a lot of improvements that they made over the first one. I love the fact that I heard that any of the characters can be in wheelchairs, which I love that.
1: Yeah, kind of I think stuff. that was in the first one as well. But that is true. Right? So there's every character you unlock has three versions of it, right? Mm-hmm. So, for example, like there is this cloud head and then there's a cloud head with a rainbow and there's like a cloud that has like a moon on it. Right. But, yes, all of those versions you can just push like Y or something and it puts them in a wheelchair and it plays the same way so um, super unique but you'd like to just for the collectibles part there is a lot of all the stars and all the outfits and all the characters to get so yeah. a lot of fun moving out too was,
0: was a fantastic time Big hit. moving out sweet awesome all right well let's move on to what do you think and uh, we've got some things to say uh, there's do. a lot of rage here so <laughs> <we gotta, laughs> this will be fun I love this stuff and yeah. the first is uh, a question I have for you, Drew. Yes, but why is DLC so fucking absurd now? And here is my point. Um, mm. You know, we have we have had DLC came out years and years ago, and, and it was kind of before it was on my radar and people complained about it. But like DLC is something I kind of look forward to. I like games that have free DLC. I love going back to a game that I maybe plunked $20 on. And now you're giving me a free update. And I can like, ooh, I can go back into the game and enjoy it more and maybe motivate me to do something else. I like getting free DLC because I don't have to buy another game. Um, and pay DLC is like, OK, cool, fine, whatever, depends. But it just seems like in the last few years, this whole concept of the deluxe edition of everything mm. is coming about. And I remember it with Starlink. Remember, there was like, you can pay $60 for the game or you can pay 80 or you can pay 100. And it seems like more and more those big higher tiers just give you shit. They're like here, a couple new uniforms and a color palette swap and stuff like that. And it really is addressed to try to get the people, the collectors who just need to have everything. Um, But what annoys me about it is that it leaves you with, I am buying your game for full price. Maybe I paid 60 or 70 bucks. And I feel like I don't have everything. I feel like it wasn't enough for you. And this really has reared its head in the last few months because there's a There's at least three games that have done this. This early access DLC bullshit. Uh, The three games I have are Starfield, Diablo 4, and Baldur's Gate 3. And so, like, here, and I think it's, like, the weirdest with Starfield. Starfield Mm -hmm. was a game that they advertised as, and it's available day one on Game Pass. So if you have Game Pass, you can play it for free. Like, how cool is that? That's awesome, right? That is awesome. Except they were like, hey, do you want to buy it? Do you want to play it five days early? And that five days early is right before Labor Day weekend. If you pay us $30, you That's can upgrade. You can upgrade your $70 game for $100 and you can play five days for free. But if you have it, if you're going to play it on Game Pass, you can still pay us $30 and you won't own the game but you can play it five days free. And it's like, what the fuck? So if you bought the game for $70, you get to watch $70. You get to watch as your friends start the game five days early, get way ahead of you in progression. Mm -hmm. Um, And from what I've heard, they could literally beat the game before you even get it. Uh, Start getting their ships built and all that stuff. And then you'll start seeing spoilers on the Internet and TikToks and this and that. And that is what I saw for five days. All the reviews, the footage, everything all came out. And by the time the game came out on September 6th, I was like, they were like, oh, Starfield comes out today. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, what? I watched out. Yeah, yeah. So many YouTube videos of it because this game I can't play because it's first person. But I'm f- fascinated by that shit sucks. Baldur's Gate 3 did the exact same thing, and mm-hmm. then Diablo did that before a, a holiday weekend. I forget what it was. But they offered the early access thing. And you know how it is with games like Diablo. Oh, I got to get my character going. I'm going to get them yep. up to level 70. That is just shit. But like I it especially bugged me because you're talking about a game that was being for free on Game Pass, and now it's like they really kind of shook you down for $30. Um it's that's nuts to me. Street Fighter 6 has a $30 DLC that adds four characters to the game. Three of those characters were in previous Street Fighters. <laughs> only, only one of them is new. But if you pay $50 for the deluxe DLC, you get those characters and two additional stages. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Here, the game was $60. The problem,
1: but people are fucking doing it. So... They're gonna keep this is gonna keep happening, right? You know, I was just looking at another one. Mortal Kombat One did this, right? So Mortal Kombat $70 game, I believe. Mm-hmm. $110 is their, what do they call it? <laughs> Premium edition. $110. Again, September 14th. I don't know when it actually comes out. So you had early access. I don't know how long, how many days that is, probably a week, right? Early access to DLC characters, um, six new playable characters, blah, blah. blah. And 1250 dragon crystals i'm assuming they have in
0: <laughs> that's the other shit, the currency it's... that you can use to buy meaningless shit More that already shit. exists it's like well, uh... look at this. that's not it john there's a
1: mortal Kombat one collector's edition spells with a k for 250 dollars <laughs> john and what do you get you get early access the dlc characters uh, a sculpture a steel case
0: Okay, a physical Art thing prince. is at least a value, but for the price of a console, <sighs> I mean, there are people. I think that's but like for though, people who are huge is, fans.
1: Listen, exclusive limited edition in-game color variant for Liu Kang, whoever. So this is one of those things that when you play online and you get the the silver version of this character, people go, "Oh man, that guy
0: paid the two fifty, right?" Like that's the shit that people love. I don't it's, know. But... It is the new biggest scam in the world because you were talking about this on a previous episode. Sometimes you like to be there on that day one hype yeah. and you can enjoy a game with everybody else. And this is basically saying, Oh, oh, did you really want to enjoy the game for everybody else? You have to give us another thirty dollars to do what that.
1: If, what if uh, what's what's your honest take on this in general? And what's what's their philosophy? Like, what if they just said for a Switch game, sixty dollars? What if they said, Hey, for sixty five bots, you get it a week early?
0: Would you pay it? I would not pay it. No, I no, I I gotta draw a line. I see you're. I they would never do it for five dollars. I agree. Five dollars is certainly tempting. It's it's like it's like you wouldn't even notice right. it. And if it was like Tears of the Kingdom three, you know, or something like that, I might you not maybe be able to resist. But if it was twenty dollars, no fucking way. I hate it. I, I I think it is. I think it's an I outright think it's, theft. But is it?
1: Is it? It's gotta be straight up. It's it's you're getting more money, you're advertising your game now with the people that are willing to pay those big people that are willing to pay are the ones that are making content for social media, they're putting out videos, they're putting out reviews. So when you get the official release, now it's like, look at all this media, we're already trending online Mm -hmm. for our release day. It's kind of a really
0: smart marketing plan. I hate to admit it. But it is. I don't. I don't think it has anything to do with marketing. I think it is. They just know I think these. It's both these kinds of games are the games that p- players will sit down on their computer and play for twenty four hours and level up their characters and get far in. And they know well, if they they give you that five it. days, you're going to race ahead. That's. But, what but it let's is. reverse
1: it for a second. Just like we're going to talk a little later, maybe about demos. But could it? could it also hurt you because what if that three or five days come out with like this game's not quite ready yet i'd wait another couple months for an update now now you have stuff words coming on the street before the actual game release which could be bad
0: right um see the thing but i don't see i don't see it that way i don't see it as this is early access it's not the game starfield was released september 1st and if you didn't pay them a hundred dollars they just penalized you by making you wait five days. It's not, it's nothing early. It's, a, it's you know, the game is available. Uh, oh, hold on. You didn't pay for the VIP tickets. Like, it's not like it's you know, uh, early, whatever. The, these people all bought in mm-hmm. and that's it. I don't, it's it's just a fucking shake. Down. It really makes me mad. I think it, it really, it is, it's, it is crunching people to like give up even more money um, Games just went to $70. This, this is pushing gaming to $100 now for big AAA titles. And it's ridiculous. It's, it's so... And especially for a game, you say you're giving away on Game Pass on day one. Eh, but you're going to want to pay 30, half the price of the game to play it five days early. I mean, my God. It's and they'll lot. throw in a couple of uh, uh, skins for you. Thanks. Hmm. That we took like four hours to make. I hear you. I hate it. I think it's getting out of control and I don't, I don't think it's... We're not there yet. I think it's going to get worse. I think you're going to see more and more games do this. And I think the games that go to services like Game Pass and PS Plus, you're going to see that more too. That early access. You know, hey, you can have it. I think it's going to be more of a Game Pass problem because they're the day one AAA people. PS Plus doesn't do that. But you're going to see more of that on these streaming services in general where you'll get... It's day one, but early access will cost you a lot. Um, I, I hate it. I, I it's a disgusting trend. Um, I think the industry should be freaking ashamed of itself. It's gross. And they made a lot on it. They did. It doesn't mean it's it doesn't mean it's cool to me. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> All right. What do we got? What else? Um. Let's talk a little bit about.
1: Wow, about our game review scores, broken, John. I know this was grinding your ears early in the week. <laughs> I was let's, hoping let's...
0: you'd pick something a little less rage-inducing. <laughs> no, let's keep the rage flowing. Keep it going. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we talked about this back uh, when Elden Ring came out. Yeah. Uh, the thing I noticed about Elden Ring, and this is probably something that had been occurring, but it was just so noticeable with Elden Ring because it was getting like near perfect scores, was that the people that were reviewing Elden Ring were the people who love from software games and love the really difficult from software games. And this is like the game that they were really wanting to play. And when you have those people reviewing the game, you get review scores that reflect what a small group of gamers, a growing Mm -hmm. group, but still a small group of gamers love. And so it doesn't like when they did the reviews of the game and it was getting like 10 out of 10 and whatever. And then when I played the game, it was like, it's so ridiculously hard. And some of these bosses are so ridiculously overpowered. And there's about a lot of other issues with leveling in that game. There's no way you can call this a 10 out of 10. I mean, it was so cripplingly hard. We had to use a cheat, not a cheat, but like a, mm-hmm. um, an exploitation in the game to level up really quickly. Um, because of bad enemy AI, you can kill a very high level enemy because he was stupid. And that's like, that's not the mark of the game. Um, if I played the game again, I would exploit that thing again if it's still there, because it's just that's not how you should play a game. Yep. Um, And so we are seeing it with other games. We saw it with, uh, you know, Starfield. We're getting like Bethesda players reviewing Starfield. You get uh, games like um, Baldur's Gate three, where you get people who are really into the minutia of CRPGs and that sort of thing, reviewing the game. And I think that's fine because I think somebody who should, you know, a person who plays shooters should review shooter games and all that. But then the companies also send you a jacket and they also send you a $200 deluxe edition bundle. And I saw a review the other day. Somebody was reviewing with Starfield and they were like, first of all, they were like, we want to thank Bethesda for sending us a code. And it's like, okay, you know, that's a very common that instantly is going to make a review a little bit biased, of course. And then the guy launched into like, I swear to God, like a PR readout of the game, you know, and and this and that. It it read like the 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 Starfield direct, and it was clearly text that they gave him to say, here, read this in your review. We're giving you the game. And now we're going to give you parameters for your review. And they gave him they gave him B-roll and stuff. And I know that stuff happens a lot of places. I've seen it. We've seen it firsthand. And it's like, this is just wrong. You know, Siskel and Ebert used to go see a movie and then give an honest opinion about it. But we're like giving tchotchkes and swag and everything. And which low level YouTuber who got a code for a game two weeks in advance is going to give a shitty review for a game? You're just not. No, I don't know how any human being that would. Right? Maybe you, John. 30-second reviews. 90-second reviews. What if you got a review code for the new Avatar game two weeks in advance, you got an Avatar mask, you got an Avatar jacket and a T-shirt, and you didn't like the game? You're going to give it a 4 out of 10? No, you're not. <laughs> you're not. Maybe you're not going I, below an 8. <laughs> i don't know i mean you are, of the you are not you're not going below an eight you're just not you're i don't you're, know if that, i mean I, I think
1: that's hard to say for me i don't have time i, I don't have that de- i don't have dedication to go do a full-on review right but no but if you did you you're going to be i i would be bought if, off i'm i'm admitting right
0: now i would i if, would if that's the no career, way
1: if that's the i don't want to say career right but if that's the aspiration is to to get more reviews then of course you're not that's just it's it's silly right right it's silly that you're not you're not going to do that I, I agree um it's a tricky game right the, the problem with reviews that we've we've been saying forever is it's, it's so opinionated right it, it's just it's You've got it's eat, what yeah. that person there, there's so much behind it right there's the portion that you just said they're trying to keep their customers happy let's call it um, but there's also the opinionated. What you also point was is like, are they a first-person shooter-style game? Are they a hack and slash-style player? Are they an open-world-style player? Like, what is their go-to? What do they like to do? And and that's gonna, of course, just boost that store up or not, right? Yeah. I think there's very few review people that can look at a game and say whether well, it's trying I, I I'm honest. I told you I played Red Redemption, and I thought it was a decent game. I really did. But it was not for me, mm-hmm. right? I think it, it. I think it's hard for people to admit that because when it's not for you, it's easy to pick out the flaws. And when it's a game that you like, Ages of Ages, it's easy to give it a high score.
0: It just is. But you should, if you liked it, you should give it a high score. But I mean, that's, like exactly, game, that's exactly what I want. Right? But
1: can you enjoy? So let me ask you this question: Can you enjoy a game and realize it's not good? Oh, all oh. the time. Yeah. But 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 can everybody identify that? Let me. When's the last game you played that you enjoyed, but you know deep
0: down it's not a good game? I mean, they've put me on the spot. But I I know what happens where you say, um, "Yeah, this game is not like a ten out of ten, not a nine out of ten, or whatever." Like Diablo Four, um, I I had some fun with it, but I also. I don't really like it. It does it sometimes when you don't like a game, you you might say, I'm going to put it down. But sometimes yeah. you say, yeah, this game is not really good, but it's still playable. And maybe I'm playing it because I bought it for 60 bucks, or maybe I'm playing it because I am extracting some fun out of it. But mm-hmm. it's also not what I really wanted it to be. Um, you know, Bayonetta 3 was a game where I I could see all the flaws and all the things I didn't like about it. But there were things that I did like about it and I mm-hmm. wanted to play through it anyway. So, you know, it, it, it does. It happens all the time. Um, you know, and that's why you have to read reviews. True, um, Because like I said before, I do if I'm if I, you know, I wouldn't you wouldn't want me to review a first person shooter because a person who's played a lot of first person shooters can use other games as context to tell you put, why this one is this there. Way. How many?
1: How many people do you think look at Metacredit scores and say, mm, "That game gonna sit? I'm probably not gonna buy it." Do you think oh, a lot of people would all say the time.
0: that all the time? Depends and on the game.
1: I hope and hope that's not the truth, right? I hope they do more research if if they if they yeah. have enough time to look at the score, but.
0: If I'm on the fence about a game, if I'm like, I might like sometimes I'll say I might play that game. I'll just see what the reviews are. And if they're bad, I'll go, OK, no, I'm not going to try it. But then there's games like Super Mario Wonder. I mean, they could score to one and I'll be like, nah. I'll, I mean, well, you know, if it gets a, it's not going to get a one. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a game I really want to play. Oh, it got a seven. Right. That won't stop me. Like yeah. I'll be like, well, I don't know why you gave it a seven or whatever. I'm going to play it. And I think, it's, I mean, I might see the critiques and whatever. Mm hmm. But and I think you do need to read the reviews, but it's becoming a little bit dangerous today when you see a game like and like Elden Ring get like 9.6 Metacritic average or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like there are so many flaws in that game. But not just that, that is a game that not everyone should see and go, oh, that's a 9.6. I'll go get that game. No, that game may very well not be for you. Exactly. You you have too many people who are into something so hardcore and they're ranking it, but that's not who you are. And this game is not a 9.6. It's not. Um, but it's, it's becoming dangerous to trust reviews. I honestly trust bad reviews more than good reviews for any game on any console sure, anywhere. I agree. Because nobody, nobody gives a bad review. Uh, like, no publication gives a bad review yeah. for sport. They give well, a bad review because it's a bad game. They probably do it, and the and their editors like, really, you are going to give it a five? No, play. you know, like they've been giving it, yeah. us codes and everything. Like that's harder to do.
1: So not not to toot your own horn, John, but I am going to do it for a second.
0: Hard- but like the ninety
1: second reviews, right, are powerful in in a few ways because you are buying those games a lot of the time, right? So it's not 95% like you have
0: percent of them. Yeah,
1: you don't have an investment to say good, bad. Medium and different, it doesn't matter to you. You're legit just playing the game and giving your honest opinion, right? But those are the, those truly are the reviews you want to go after if you're looking at game reviews. Because you th- want to find no, people
0: you trust. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's no judgment, there's no judgment or, or judgment really against it because you bought the game regardless. You didn't get anything for free. You didn't get a code for free. Now, I will say some of your reviews have gotten attention by developers. That now maybe want to offer you a code or 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 comment on a code, right? And some of those reviews were not all positive.
0: I mean, we to get into all the examples. I had that but one, I already... yeah. What was that one game where the developer tweeted me back but he, but about he, it?
1: But he did it not in an asshole way. It was a. No. It was yeah. like, oh, thanks for the feedback. In a weird way,
0: it wasn't thanks for the feedback. It was like, ah, oh, well, darn or whatever. And it was
2: like, <laughs> oh. Just... Chill, but I didn't change my score.
0: You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was just, uh, yeah, it's it's you have to be careful. You have to read them um, no matter what the scores are. I've seen 10 out of 10 reviews for games where they list out the things that weren't good. Mm. It's like, well, why are you giving it a 10 out of 10? Like, you're literally if in your, your own review. 10,
1: zero yeah. negatives. For me to give a game a 10 out of 10, there needs to be zero
0: negatives. It it doesn't have to be Perfect. Like Breath of the Wild. That's, Breath of the Wild a nine is a, and a half. Give it a Breath nine. of the it Wild a is a ten because there are no ten out of ten games. That's the reality. If you go by perfection, there are no. Perfect there's no games. one out of 10 it, It's all. It's all. Signor Wild Hearts. Yeah, you That's can find negatives 10, in yeah. anything. There are negatives in Life is Strange. There's negatives in Sign. All my top games all have negatives.
1: There's no negatives I, in Ages of Mages.
0: But if you give it, you give a ten out of ten, and then you're just like, oh, this was bad, and this was bad, and this was bad, and it's like, well, come on, this is, these are major things, you know? Like, what are you yeah. doing here? I hear you, you. Do have but, to read them, but I, I feel like they're just it's it's so easy to buy off review. And there was did you know, did you hear the the um, the little scandal where, like, Metacritic reviewers were being paid by movie movie companies to give it, it's good just reviews?
1: Like Amazon reviews. It's hard to even trust those nowadays. because Half of those are bought off. Absolutely. You're right. You so. have to
0: read them and well, people whatever. Say
1: they, there's a known fact people get like three dollars if they write an Amazon review. And that's all they do. They just write Amazon reviews all day. They don't even have the fucking product sometimes. And they just write a review off. Yeah, of you it. write like it, it. So you do got to be careful. We could talk about this subject all night, but oh, let's can. move on. Let's move on. John, they released Gargoyles Remastered. Old Disney show. Disney Damon have been promoting it on their social media. Um I'll tell you what, the game looks cool, it looks fantastic if you're an old school Gargoyles fan from the show or the game. Unfortunately for me, I've just never really got into it, I think it was a little bit before my time, I might be too young. Um, are you a fan? What's your
0: thoughts on Gargoyles as the the franchise, I guess I would say? I have no idea what that is, honestly. I think I Sticky. looked at it and it like really? looks nice. I don't know, is Gargoyles a show? What is it? It wasn't originally Disney show. Okay. Never heard of but it, but it was originally
1: a game. I thought it was around the Sega time frame, right? Oh, really? I don't know if it was on Super Nintendo or not as well, but if you at least seen the remastered, I, I mean, it, a lot of the the good qualities like... of these remasters have where you can switch back and forth between like the old style and the mm-hmm. new remastered style. It, it looks like I think it's like a two D platformer. If I, I could be totally wrong, um, but if you're not
0: a fan, and I'm it not like a fan,
1: a cool little we don't retro game or whatever.
0: But yeah, I just I have no connection to it at all. Well, that makes that I, I guess short, I like then. the retro look. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't do anything for me. But I, I don't have any connection to it. Okay. So, yeah. sorry. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, Hawaiian pizza is tearing apart my marriage. Um, oh, is that... I want to know if Why? this has happened to anybody else. Here's the deal. Mm. My wife likes pepperoni pizza. She likes sausage pizza. She likes meatballs. She likes extra cheese. She likes she all likes different kinds m- of pizza. She likes the meat but she likes Hawaiian pizza too. And so when we order pizza, she always has to fucking come up and like, I'll be like, all right, we're going to get an extra large pepperoni and then we'll get an extra, an extra cheese. And then she'll be like, can you, uh, can you order me a Hawaiian pizza? And I have to order like a fucking, you know how like pizza goes, right? If you get a small, it's like immediately like 12 bucks and then yeah. medium's like 15 bucks or whatever but and like the
1: small is literally like 25% of the large
0: it's yeah it's tiny and whatever yeah. so you have to get like a medium or whatever and here I am now like we're going to make this little pizza order for a couple pizzas or whatever and now it becomes three pizzas and so it makes like your purchase bigger then she has like two pieces of pizza and now we have fucking six pieces of pizza in the in the fridge we're a family of 5 and because we only got one pepperoni, we always like eat it. It's gone. Mm. It's just gone. There was one time I only had one slice of pizza and it's gone. There's no leftovers, but there's six fucking pineapple slice pizzas in the fridge. That nobody and the want. solution. The solution is not to get another pepperoni pizza because then we'll end up with a whole bunch of leftovers and sure. I don't want to buy just get two, two pizzas, pizzas. right? She likes pepperoni pizza, so why don't we just get two pepperoni pizzas, and then when we have leftovers, we can all have a slice of the leftovers.
2: So now every time
0: we talk about getting pizza, it's like, I don't want to get it, because it's going to cost me way more, and I'm going to have way less. John,
1: you're not going to like my answer here. Sometimes you just got to please the wife and just get her her fucking Hawaiian pizza. That's it there's no debate there's no questioning yes honey i'll order you your own pizza that's just what you gotta do sometimes and this is the case if it's 12 15 bucks you just gotta do it i personally like hawaiian pizza but that's not even the point that's not the, the point. point is you just gotta make her happy sometimes and Drew. maybe just maybe john at the end of the day there'll be a prize
0: <laughs> no no probably not even getting that either <laughs> You talked about having to play Disney's Illusion Island, and you sacrifice, uh, right? You sac- sacrifice. I got to play Mario with the family. I sacrifice. Why can't we just get a pepperoni pizza? You like pepperoni
1: too. Because she doesn't want pepperoni every time. She wants to change up the
0: change oh, it up. Look at Hawaiian every time too. Why? Maybe just change it and get a pepperoni for
1: once. You know what I did today? I ordered a large square pizza that was half cheese and half barbecue. Because
2: mm. that's
1: what. Maybe that's what you should do next time. Get the extra large pizza and say, well, Michelle, instead of just getting a whole, why don't we do like a pepperoni and then half pepperoni, half Hawaiian,
0: right? And you get four
1: slices. It's a bit
0: more of a pain in the ass to order. And then sometimes when you get the, sometimes when you get those Hawaiian, the specialty pizzas, it's discounted. It's not like you're getting, you know what I mean? Like I can get a pizza with two toppings, but if I order the quote unquote Hawaiian pizza, you know, it's cheaper and that's usually what happens. Well,
1: Sally, she can only get pineapple and cheese. Sorry, honey, no
0: ham. I don't know, John, but you just got to order it for her. That's what she wants. You're just going to have to suck it up. But do the half and half. I think what you said is kind of the solution, even though getting the the slices and maybe you pay extra because you're doing a half and half, um, but that's still going to be cheaper than buying a whole fucking pineapple pizza. Mm. That's going to end. All right. You saved my marriage, Drew. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Well, speaking of saving marriages
1: and, and and house chores, let's talk a little bit about fall cleaning because it is upon us. If you remember last year, I hired the hot and spicy Cassie. I think that was her name. I don't remember. Uh, house cleaner. Well, Cassie sucked and uh, we had to let her go, but.
0: I'm we did talk on. about that, right? Or was we, that did okay. we did talk. I think we did
1: talk. Okay. Yeah. I think we did. Yeah. My new cleaners, I went with like one of those cleaning companies this time. hmm Because I know they just come in with like three or four people and just dominate your house. Right. Right. So I went with like once a month cleaning. 185. You think that's high? 185? What do they, they clean? They're cleaning all my bathrooms. I have three bathrooms. My entire kitchen and the living area but i said no bedrooms i said i don't need you to do the bedrooms i can vacuum and dust the bedrooms. i think 185 is a pretty good price that's tough I thought work it was too yeah i think it was too and they said they'll come with like three people they'll probably do it in two three hours yeah you know and um so they come wednesday i'm excited for that
0: now, how often are you going to do it once a month okay.
1: but i mean what oh. do you stand what's your what's your cleaning situation
0: um, we've never hired cleaners. Cause I just don't want a bunch of people in my house yeah. and I don't want to think about, do I tip them? And like, I don't no, know. You I, don't just, tip. I just clean. Um, but who wants just, to like, like clean the bathrooms and the showers and the toilets? Like I just don't have does. time to do that all the time. I know. I just don't, I don't feel comfortable having, I don't like when I have any service people in the house and then it's like, they're cleaning up your, your shower and it's like, I, f- I feel like I'd rather just clean the shower and not do that. And now granted they're getting paid to do it and they want the work, mm. but it's just like, I don't know. I, 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 I guarantee you my wife, Michelle would be like, absolutely. Please, please clean. <laughs> Cause she always mentions the shower yeah. and it's like dirty and whatever. And you like, know what I guarantee you. The best part
1: about having cleaning people is like, I just spent this afternoon cleaning my house mm-hmm. for the cleaning people. Yeah. You know, and and I don't mean cleaning, but like picking up the toys, picking up the town, like making sure there's no dishes. Like, do you want, you want to do that that anyway? But, but my point is, is that it forces you to do that. Just like when you have people coming over your house, right? It forces you to clean, right? You know, where if I just had nothing going on this week and nobody was coming. Yeah. Maybe kids leave your toys out. We'll pick them up later. Yeah. Now it's like,
0: let's make sure that everything's nice and spotless. Right. Yep. So, um, yeah i should that's what i should do i should be like all right we're gonna hire cleaning people clean the shower that you want to clean um i'm mm. gonna do it on a day where i'm not home <laughs> yeah that's fine so i did ask
1: what's your what's this window cleaning spiel here that yeah you have down? so
0: i i had my windows cleaned about a year ago mm-hmm. i had never cleaned my windows in the nine years we had lived here but exterior I, interior uh interior and exterior Okay. i never had it done. I can't remember why, but I know like when I look at my windows, there was some, you know, grid on it and I was like, we should clean the windows and they did it. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. Like that was really nice. Like I never just thought to do it. It wasn't that expensive. I gave them a huge tip because I thought it was cheaper because they had to go on ladders and go on my roof and all that. And then like some months later, we had our house painted and the, the first thing they did was power wash the house. <laughs> so we got the yeah. windows all dirty and I, I had said afterwards, I'm gonna call the window cleaners again, and it just it took months and months and months, but finally it was a few weeks ago. It was right after our our thing. Um, the window cleaner came back again, and they cleaned the windows, and it was like everything was happy again. But I don't know if I would do this regularly. I wouldn't do this once a year or not three even. months. I don't even know if I do it yearly because you know rain will make them dirty again or whatever um maybe like every five years or something like that or you know whatever I think that's
1: fair i mean i yeah. agree cleaning the windows blow. i mean i do have like the newer windows that fold into the house right so i could actually like but it's the shit that i always have a problem with is like the inside window sills how it's just it's hard to get even like a paper towel or sponge because it's it's uneven surface and the crats how
0: do you get in the crats so, right like, they cleaned all of that even no they just clean the glass okay just the glass yeah yeah, yeah. it's all I, it's all i really need because a lot of our we have a second floor and like i can't mm. i can't i physically cannot clean those windows i'm yeah. terrified of heights i don't even have a ladder and even if you go up there like you know how it is you use a certain way to wipe a window if you do it wrong you just get streaks i hear you and they it's have like the, a... they have the little tool and they do the little flip and it's it's perfect they they do it yeah. it's great such Definitely car worth windshield.
1: It. You never get your car windshield
0: clean enough. I feel like. Oh, yeah. That's just, you know, you just use that stuff. But uh, yeah, if you've ever like looked at your window and you see rain spots and all this stuff and it's like, sometimes you have to think and go, oh, you can actually hire a window cleaner and it is really nice. Um. So I don't know. All right. Let's go back to some gaming questions. We all have right, let's do that from the listeners as the Cowboys are just curb stomping the Giants I can hear my brother crying in New York from here. Mm -hmm. Darth Platypus asks if you could play a switch game with any world leader, which game and which leader?
1: (laughs) That's an odd one.
0: This was such a hard question. I have an answer. Um, I would the first of all, the world leader was. Difficult to decide on because there's not many world leaders. I can imagine that I want to like play. Um, and if we're talking about current world leader or past world leader, Whatever, I, mean, I guess I should... your boat. What's that?
1: Whatever floats your boat.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. If we're talking about any world leader, it's going to be Brock, right? I just, he just seems like he'd be the coolest person to hang out with. I don't know if he plays video games. He loves sports. So we would play uh, probably NBA jam. I think he loves basketball. Um, He would do the bracket every year and uh, yeah, play some old school NBA jam. That's what I would do. If I had to go with a current world leader, the only freaking world leader I would want to play with would be like Justin Trudeau because he he seems like a nerd. (laughs) Um, I think he had video game socks on at one point, too. Um, And then I thought maybe we'd play some um, like, um, I don't know, Super Meat Boy one on one or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to play Super Meat Boy with me one on one. Maybe Justin would. How about you? This is a tough question for me. I'm not really into
1: politics, as you know, John. It's not politics, uh, it's world leaders. World leaders is Pick politics. Pick a fucking world leader. <laughs> I don't even know if I can name three.
0: Um, <laughs> current? Current? I don't know. I'm trying to think of fictional ones to be honest. You don't want to uh, play you don't want to play uh, Super Mario Wonder with Joe Biden? <laughs> No, that, that generation I, I, doesn't play video play, games. I'd rather play with my kids. I know. Yeah. I mean, most <laughs> world be leaders better. skew older and you got to find someone who's a little younger in the the bracket. You know, I, I, I'm sorry, platypus. I just don't have an answer for this. Can we
1: count like Lord Voldemort as a world leader or something? I don't, I don't know. Wow. <laughs>
0: There's got to be some chick world leader we have to find. For yeah, you. find me some hot chick.
1: That's why I would <laughs> play some like. Strip poker game.
0: With <laughs> why don't you read us the next question?
1: The Hopefully next there's no world leaders involved here. <laughs> comes from Texas Trey. What does your heart want from a possible September direct? And what
0: does your mind think will actually be on there? So God, good question. I, yeah, I sometimes we put like we talked about this before the show. Sometimes I paste yeah. these and don't even read them. Well, it's like you I did. like the surprise. This one I did not read.
1: This is one of those ones you want to try to prepare. But at the same time, I like the surprise and, yeah. and I don't like to read them. So it's it, it,
0: it's it's good and bad. Oh, boy. So let's start with the first half. What do this we? this could want? be. This could be this week, by the way. This the direct could be this week. It could be. Do you still yeah. think we're doing one? Um. I hope we get one. I am not as sold that we're definitely getting one. We just had one. Remember, they did a late I know. they did a late one this year after E three, right? Wait, it was like July, August. I think it was, was July, it August. If we get one, I don't think there'll be
1: a lot of new games. I think there'd be inform. This, I guess let's. This is going to be what I think is going to happen. I think there'll be a lot of what we already know. Maybe some more information. Maybe some more third party ish type stuff. I, I think we're kind of, we've seen everything that's coming this year. I, I truly believe from Nintendo. Do you believe that?
0: Um, I think so. But um, there, I mean, it's hard to believe that Nintendo RPG, uh, what, what is it? Super Mario RPG. Um, there's going to be a game that comes out later than that. Um, yeah, it's we so have, loaded. I can't imagine a game coming before that. So yeah, we, I don't think we're getting anything else. about the new
1: WarioWare, right? So yeah. we got WarioWare this year, Mario Wonder, and Super Mario RPG. It's already September, middle of September. That's three. Maybe they're not all triple A games, but that's three big Nintendo games,
0: right? Um. Yeah, and two of those are coming out in November. So Yeah,
1: I, I don't you know. and I don't I'm missing anything else that's like Nintendo.
0: Nintendo specific? No, it's I Wario, think, Mario, Mario. Um and then oh, there's mean, a Pokemon DLC coming out soon too.
1: Do you think we could see I don't think we would like a Zelda remake of any of the older games or even a port? It's possible. That 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 I, I, I guess you so. know what? I could see before the end of the year a port of some sort. Who,
0: I like the rhyme.
1: Yeah, that 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 would be the only thing I could foresee and then we'd get some more third party type stuff.
0: Yeah, because um, we have Mario Wonder October 20th and WarioWare and Mario RPG by November 17th, but we don't have anything in September. But the going is just shadow drop a first party game. A little, uh, a little me- Metroid Two. They talked. They talked about the Metroid Prime Two as possible. Something small, maybe. A, you know, like a like a like a remastered Zelda. I don't think so, but I could definitely see. We got Pokemon coming out next. Uh, we well, Pokemon's didn't get coming a out Mario. this week. I could yeah. I could see a Metroid Prime being shadow dropped on a Nintendo Direct this week.
1: We also did not get a Mario Sports game this year, which typically we
0: always get something of that nature. Yeah, I'm kind of done with the um the Mario sports games. I don't think they're what about up Mario to stuff. Baseball, John. We haven't done one of those in years. <sighs> I'd just be disappointed. I I was a little What'd disappointed you? by Mario Strikers. a little disappointed by the Mario Tennis. a little disappointed by Mario Golf. I'm done. I oh my! You did those words
1: just come out of your mouth? What was yeah. all with Mario Golf? It had like thirty characters and all these courses and yeah, online it's, modes it's and golf. badges. Like what? Are it's you not going to be my
0: game. Um, we need a Mario Superstars remake. That game was good. Yeah, but I just don't know if it'll fly. Um, and Mar- like I liked Mario Strikers, but yeah, it just didn't have the tail that I thought it would. I could um, see a Mario
1: basketball game. I know we had the 3v3 one on DS, whatever it was. I could see a Mario basketball game coming out. It's and I don't know if I'd love it, but I'd play it.
0: Yeah. I think Mario Aces. What, what, what is it called? Um, yeah, Aces. Yeah, that one was the best of the sports games. Oh, my um, but Jesus, the campaign mode the was campaign mode was still a little disappointing. Um, no, it's just because I like I think I enjoyed playing tennis more than the golf and then more. What like I loved strikers, but playing it online wore down. Quickly. I think strikers was great. I'll say it out
2: loud.
1: Yeah, I thought it was great. I don't I don't think it was that bad. I think it could have used more of an offline mode. They built the game for online. That was what they wanted. Yeah, that's, that's what, what it they was. Did.
0: But I yeah, think the they campaigns have were, I didn't like the campaigns. Um it just felt very like repetitive and grindy. Um they just need to put a little more time in them. That's mm. just that's just what I want to see. So what what's what's your what's
1: your <sighs> dream? What's your dream of something coming out before the end of the year?
0: Right, just, my let's... My dream, um, I, I still want to see. Um, and I really don't need any more games. I think we're drowning in games, but um, I would love to see um, a Zelda remake, uh, Adventure of Link remake, or Wind Waker. Uh, just a little Zelda adventure, just a port. I, I'm not expecting anything new, of course. Just give me a port, uh, a remake, or something nice from the past that I can just sink in and get just get my, my Zelda on. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting close to wanting to replay Link's Awakening and try to, like, complete that a little bit a more game. it's just i just you know i just i'm just in the mood to sit down I'm and play a classic
1: Playing ocarina of time and i hate to say it but i want to play it
0: yeah i, I do want to play you're it. not on, so big into into replaying games but i i've been wanting to replay uh, elden ring i want to replay blasphemous i'd like to replay yeah games.
2: remember i
1: played
0: majora's mask last year so mm-hmm. and i and i really yeah, enjoyed I it at a good time with it um my heart i want the switch too uh, I want the Switch 2 rumor that we read before, yeah. the Final Fantasy 7 remake, and it's competing with a PS5, no fucking way. But if it's a PS4, I'm ecstatic. I want that to just be true. I want that to be announced this week. But that's yeah. not going to happen.
1: It's not happening. That's right. not happening before Christmas. I'm fully on board with that at this point. We will not see Switch 2 before Christmas. That's like a January, February direct. I think is when we will see it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy the Mario sports games. I do agree with you, John. They come and go quick for me besides golf stayed a long time. They usually will stick for about two to three months and then they have served their purpose and we all move on. Uh, the, no Mario sports game is ever going to stay longer than that. No matter what the <laughs> online community says, it's not going to, but I'll take another one for the holidays. Jimmy, I, I, I really don't like basketball, but I'll take it. Right. Um, I'll take a Mario basketball, but I, I think that would, is something that we could see on the board. But then again, I don't know. We're getting two Mario games already. Are they going to throw yeah.
0: a third one in there? No.
1: And but I think it, just they... in
0: terms of realistic, like, I remember used to have, we used to have these all debates all the time. What do we want to see from a director? Whatever. There's just so many games to play. I don't need anything. And it, it sounds weird to say, but it's like, there's so much. I just need a break. Let me Let me catch mm. up. Let me play the games I want to play. Uh, games I want to play again and whatever. There's so much. We just don't need them. And August was t- September is crazy. October's nuts. November's nuts. I don't need anything. I'm just going to enjoy it. And there's nothing really that I can really dream of that I want to see. Agreed. Uh, great question, Trey. I'm going to
1: follow up. He has another one here. He says, my wife and I have been watching The Witcher on Netflix and she Witcher. liked it. What are the odds I could parlay that into having her watch play The Witcher 3 with me? Is there enough story in the game to keep her somewhat interested? And how does it match up with the story in TV shows? So I'm, I'm guessing this means he has never played Witcher 3. He's watching the show, though. Is that is that the way you read this question?
0: Well, he's, he's saying that they've been watching the show. Like, can he have his wife join in on a play? It sounds like he hasn't played the Witcher. That's, I'm, that's yeah, what I'm. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, at. okay.
1: I would say absolutely. I think you could get her involvement with some of those side quests. The only problem with The Witcher Three and having someone else watch you could be some of like the dialogues in the town and playing Gwen if you go to get into that thing and doing some of that stuff. But when you get into the side quests, I think she'll be locked in. There are some really cool side quests that send you to some haunted mansions and to some islands and to some caves and. I think that stuff can get really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, I mean, again, depending if she likes
0: the show, I think the game is better than the show. Would you agree with that? I think it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. She likes the show. I think it would be interesting to see what the characters look like in the game because there's a lot of characters from there overlap. Yeah. Yeah. um, And it just depends on how she does. She regularly watch you play games, Trey. That's a good point, too. Is it like passive? Because it's it can be a long game. I mean, if you play it through and play a bunch of side quests and whatever, you can get it done in like 60 hours. Um, but if you try to do all the side quests, it'll take you about 100 or, like, or more, depending on how crazy you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I doubt you're going to do that. But, yeah, no, it's it's a really fun game to watch. And it's an incredible game. I did a top 10 list of my favorite PlayStation games, and it was number eight all time. So this it's it is an incredible game. And like I've played it through a bunch of times. It's fantastic. So I think she would enjoy it. But she might also drop off after a while, you know, after watching some of the early scenes and whatever. Mm-hmm. But what you have to do is finish. <laughs> finish the storyline for like Kira Metz. And then you bang her in the forest and just oh. look over and see what her reaction is and see if she's interested. Yeah. <laughs> i like that idea maybe i Oh, oh i'll leave it in the imagination there. all right now what's the next question we got uh we got a question from beer beer cerveza he's everywhere now he is every winning everywhere. contest nintendo dad's everywhere everyone seems to be satisfied with nintendo's decision to not release dlc for totk are we satisfied do you agree will opinions change a year from now when the news has worn off interested in your thoughts this is a great question um
1: I will say, Tears of the Kingdom, um, there's so many side quests that I I know many of us have not finished all of them, right? You could always jump back in and say, you know what, I'm gonna jump back in for five or ten hours, and I'm just gonna focus on doing these side adventures or side quests until I finish them. I personally like did get worn out. I think I had I, I did the entire depths. I know I did every single light route i i think i did most of this i think i left like a dozen shrines left now they're easy to find because i did the light routes but i was saying to myself well i'll go back in and i'll play those when the dlc comes and i'll do some of the more side missions and it'll try to motivate me to get back into it for 20 to 25 hours if that never happens there's a good chance i don't jump back in i'll be honest um but at the same time there is so much content there i i I kind of agree i don't think it's needed but i also think it's an easy 15 to 20 dollars for nintendo if they really wanted to but with that being said if they truly have a new console coming out within the next 12 to 18 months maybe they're ready they want to get a new zelda game on there as quick as possible and if they had to put the development team on this dlc for even three months that's three months that maybe those same developers aren't working on a new Zelda game. Yeah. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of time. So I kind of get it that they've moved on. They put five, six years into it. They're not putting any more time into it and I'm,
0: I'm okay with it. Um, I'm good with that. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I don't think you need the whole team working on a DLC. No, but you're right. But if they're, it's if it's they're immediately sword. working on like the end of the trilogy or something like that. Um, yeah fantastic uh i i i was hoping for dlc like you said it gets you back into the game and i'm curious to see but yeah there was so much content uh you know if there's not dlc no i I thought there would be dlc i guess not i'm I'm not like angry or anything like that i am a little surprised but it's fine Mm -hmm. um but it was amazing game i still have a lot to do yep Beer beer surveys also asks ironically, does pineapple belong on pizza? Well, let me tell you what beer beer. No, it fucking doesn't, and we should stop buying it. I will say, Drew, uh, when we got the we got Pizza Hut at uh, Kuz's house, he ordered one mm. with. Um, did I talk about this? He ordered one with uh, pepperoni, banana peppers, yes. and pineapple. olives, pineapple. pineapple, and then pineapple, and it was actually really good. Um, I think the banana peppers, I think, meshed a little bit better with the pineapple than usually you get ham or Canadian bacon or something. So, maybe the, maybe my problem wasn't necessarily the pineapple. It was that I needed pepperoni and banana peppers on
1: it. You need something with the pineapple. I agree. Um, I love pineapple on the pizza. I just love pineapple in general. It's the, the sweetness of it. But I agree. If you put that on a pizza with certain things. You don't experiment. I like putting a little meatball with it. Maybe a little black olive. You got to counter it. But... Uh-huh. I do agree the banana pepper was a good touch with that little sweet and then a sweet spice.
0: Mm-hmm. It does belong. It does belong. Right. Yep. I don't agree, but that's fine. I think if you like pineapple on pizza, then you should be able to get your pineapple on pizza. Clearly enough. You don't believe like
1: that because you will not fucking buy Michelle one.
0: Well, if, if I was going to go grab some pizza for myself, maybe some night the family was away and I was going to play some Mario and I was going to order pizza and whatever, mm. go whole hog. I would never get pineapple. So, see, <laughs> if
1: I were to do what you just said, pineapple would be out on my pizza nine out of ten times.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, If you want it, you go get it. Everyone's got their thing. <laughs> Darth Platypus is back. Question number two. Do you think the new Mario voice will be similar to the one we know from the games, or will they take this chance to change it somewhat? That's a good question.
1: Hmm. Is it, we kind of talked a little bit about this last week how we said Charles Martinet created the voice of which is now set in our mind forever and it has been for the last x number of years um i mean look what chris pratt I'd, i'd say didn't try to did try to recreate a little bit at the end of the day i think it's this italian plumber guy from brooklyn they're obviously staying with that they just made a whole movie about it it's part of the lore so I think you're always going to have that little bit of this Italian blue collar worker guy, even though he's off in these adventure fantasy lands. At the end of the day, that's still who Mario is. So I don't think they're going to try to change that. Right. That's that's the character. That's his lore. That's who he is. Um, sure, it might sound a little bit different, but I I don't think it's going to be too different is my opinion.
2: Mm hmm.
0: Um. Yeah, I think the voice will stay the same, but I totally agree with Platypus on this. It would be a great time to make a change. Mm. Um, you know, give it more voice or this is this is your chance to just pull off the band-aid and make that change because games do have more voice acting now, but we still don't really have Mario talking. So maybe maybe Mario starts talking now. I don't think that will happen. No, me either. I think I think there's a model for Mario's voice and they're just going to stick with it because if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it's fine. Um, I don't think we'll see it. No Chris Pratt, though. No. No. Also, Darth Platypus, as the NFL season starts, who do you like for the superb owl? Now, I, I, I don't know if he said superb owl on purpose or not, but I love it. It's one of my favorite typos. So I'm keeping it. Okay.
1: Who do you like for the superb owl? I'm going to go with what's his name from Zelda. What's his name? He has a weird name. What's the owl from Zelda's name? Um It's like Kapora something or Kepora? what I don't know.
0: Uh Kapora Gabora. That's a good rich originally, originally from Lint's awakening right is that where they first came from i guess so yeah i kind of remember the owl um king's quest 5 has an owl and the owl's name is cedric which is hilarious to me
1: Mm -hmm. can't forget the the one and only um what's his name from harry potter
0: oh um yeah um uh what's the freaking owl's name in harry potter yeah why don't we know that? i know this it's um, Uh, we got to look it up. I'm freaking looking up the owl's name in Harry Potter. What's wrong with us? Oh, Hedgewick. That's right. Hedgewick. I don't, I don't even see it on the screen, but I remembered as I'm staring at it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, football is always full of surprises that one of the reasons why football has gone down in my mind over the last several years. Um, I'm really kind of down on it, mostly because the Broncos haven't been very good. Although I, I like what I saw today, even though they lost, but, um, it's all about injuries. Look at it's look at so the Chiefs. True. The Chiefs lost. Yeah, there were some drops. The Chiefs lost because they didn't have Travis Kelsey. Can you imagine if Travis tells Kelsey tore his ACL? The Chiefs are not going to the Super Bowl, right? That's it's it. crazy. If Patrick it's crazy. Mahomes tears an ACL, well, he'll probably play next week, but the Chiefs aren't going to a Super Bowl. So it's such sure. an injury driven sport. You just try to enjoy watching. But you are at the mercy of an ACL. The Ravens starting running back. Uh, Blue is Achilles out today. And, you know, I'm sure a ton of people picked him in the first and second round. And yep. that's it. It's over. Um, you know, it's just hard to come back from that sort of thing. So, uh, but, you know, it seems like the Chiefs and the Niners are still the class of the NFL by far. I don't see... Any other, what are the other super teams? I mean, I can't even really think of a team. 49ers I mean, looks pretty good today. Yeah, they played Pittsburgh, but yeah, they were good all last year. And, yeah. and you know, Purdy still looks good. Um, who else is good? I mean, Jacksonville seems to be on the rise a little bit. um I, I you know, the Jets have Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers uh, knows where the Super Bowl exists.
1: No, but they could uh, be good, too. You, don't you bills, just don't know.
0: The Bills are a threat, you know. Um, but yeah, but like it doesn't seem like either league has anybody in the class of the Niners and the Chiefs. But I will say it's going to be the Denver Broncos it's versus not be the Denver Broncos. The Dallas Cowboys in a rematch from the 70s. Uh-huh. How about that? Russ, I will say Russ looked like Russell Wilson today, and it was really nice to see. Um, their offense, like Sean Payton is a coach. The playbook is huge, he has this giant sheet. I mean, they were making they were doing plays they never did last year. Russell Wilson lost 15 pounds because he, he had gained weight last year because they were gonna change the kind of quarterback he is because our head coach <laughs> was an idiot, and he lost 15 pounds, he was nimble, quick, evading sacks. Um, they were throwing faster, it was so good. Um, But the Broncos, unfortunately, only had this is crazy. Drew, the Broncos had six possessions the entire game. That's it. Six. Wow. And Russell Wilson led them to touchdowns on two of them. A field goal try on a third. But because our new kicker missed the field goal and missed the first extra point of the game, we lost 17 to 16. But uh, they look so much better. Um, They look so much better. And yeah, you're not going to you're not going to go from five wins to uh, undefeated season or whatever. So Mm -hmm. we'll see how they do next next week. That it'll take a little bit of time. But um, yeah, no, the Broncos looked so much better. Uh, But yeah, probably Chiefs and Niners.
2: Hmm.
0: Luckily, Tom Brady will not be in the Super Bowl this year. Fantastic. It will not be. Well, John, with that, I think that's wrapping us up. Um,
1: What do we have up the next couple of weeks?
0: it is, what is it? We're recording this September 10th. We are in the middle of insanity hell. release hell. There's so much to play. It is absurd. We have, of course, everyone's game that they're waiting for. Myth Force, which my partner added to this list. Mm-hmm. And it comes out September 12th. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC. It's called The Hidden Treasure of Area Zero. And it comes in two parts. The first part is the teal mask. That comes out September 13th. Gunbrella comes out September 13th. That's from Devolver Digital. Did I get it right? Devolver yes, Digital. You did. You yes. did get it right. Got it right. Um, that looks like a really cool little indie game. Uh Bait and Kaitos 1 and 2 Remastered comes out September 14th. We're only up to September 14th here. <sighs> Gloomhaven, which I think is based on a board game. Um, that comes out mm. September 18th. Lies of P, that is not a Switch porn, game. Porn. Porn. <laughs> But it's a big release, uh, looks super cool, looks like a FromSoft game that comes out for other consoles. I think it's on Game Pass uh, September 19th. Mortal Kombat 1 comes out September 19th. What a day there. Lies of P and Mortal Kombat 1, which looks super cool. (laughs) And the only reason I'm not buying Mortal Kombat 1 is because I don't need two freaking fighting games in my life. Um, Mm. And then September 21st, Days of Doom, which is coming to the Switch, Uh, a little uh, under the radar uh, indie game. But do keep an eye out for a first look being released that day from the Nintendo dads and maybe one of us. That's fun. Let's add your cup of tea. Yeah. So, yep, lots coming out. And if you think that list is bad, just wait until the next two lists that we read out because it's just getting I'm going to fall into the trap of Myth Force
1: or Dunbrella. Once I finish Sea of Stars, that's my that's gonna be my debate. Umbrella looks
0: like the better game, um, yeah.
1: But I think everyone, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's yeah. my chance to get into a Myth Force and give it a try.
0: You still got to finish Sea of Stars, though. So, I did still... a long,
1: I, you know, me, I'm gonna hit a stride where I'll finish in like eight, three days. But <laughs> I, I got, I don't know where my what happened to my time. It's just this weekend disappeared,
0: disappeared, disappeared, I need disappeared to work like day. the Giants' offense. Mm. All right, Alrighty, then. That's okay. it. That's the show. Yeah, let's not make it another two weeks. We'll we'll be back with something. We'll be back next week. We have some ideas. Yeah, we got ideas. Hi, right, man. All righty, dude. Good night, Drew. Peace. Good night, dads. The Dads After Dark Show is part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including Google, Overcasts, and whatever. If you're using Apple Podcasts, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. You know you want to. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in our dads after dark channels for some naughty after dark talk. Leave us a voicemail with Spotify for podcasters and we'll play it on our next show. Check our podcast description for the link. Follow us on threads or TikTok at After Dark. Say hello, won't you? A big thank you to Family Jewels for our show's music. That's all for tonight. Good night, you sexy dads. Sweet dreams.